Arr, mateys, welcome to the Monday Night Hustlers, where we just discuss a little bit about bread, aka carbs, and gluten, and we discuss a little bit about the undercover billionaire, where he's full of shit, and he can make... A a little boat into a ship within 90 days. Uh, we discussed a little bit about dogs, updates and changed, marriage, kids, and biologically identifying your next baby. But then at the end of the show is identifying the pot of gold where we... <laughs> will overcome and take the ship over and become rich pirates. Make sure you tune in. All right, bye. Listen up. Little kids are in shitty neighborhoods until they get a mentor yeah. or are able to see the bright. Hey, look at this! This guy, room. Billy, whatever he, he was, like he like he used his skills that he acquired through becoming a billionaire to do what he needs to do to, to become a millionaire again. I think it's a great story. Like I've only watched three episodes out of the probably twelve episode season. Wait, what's the show called? Undercover Billionaire. It's on what? Discovery. It's on Discovery. Like Especially boss. Discover, dude. Discover's like the... Yeah, no, it, like, some of this is staged, and the fact that there's cameras behind him give him access to more than someone does. So, Dave, do you think if you had $100 and a pickup truck, would you be able to flip that into a million dollars? Yeah, one day, and definitely not in 90 days. And if he's a million in 90 days, I know it's complete. If you're struggling, and if you're in that position... Yes, you, 100%. Yeah, of course you would do it. Of course That's you would do it. That's where the best ideas come from. Yeah. So the best idea when you're back up against a wall and you need to fend for yourself, yeah. He, yeah. Literally, he literally ate cold ramen, crunched on it, because he couldn't get the water oh. to heat up. So he ate, he poured cold water into ramen and just started fucking eating it crunchy. He got sick, he went to the hospital, all this stuff. Just because of that? No, no, before then, because he was sleeping in a car and it was winter. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean wintertime in, in Erie, Pennsylvania. That was another hospital bill. That's like if, on Bex and Scram? No, that was that, that was outside. Like of if you look at the snow belt of like uh of you America, like in the, the Midwest. Like once that once the the end of that snow belt hits, it's like shitting right on Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well yeah. real life yeah. is when you live in your car and you get sick, you have a six thousand dollar fucking bill for a cold. Um, you don't pay that. Because you can't. Yeah, but you gotta spend half your days battling the the bills and shit. Medicaid, baby. And oh, guess what? You wanna. So his, his thing was like, like I'm in this situation. I'm right now. I'm in survival mode. So I cannot think to grow a business while I'm in survival mode. So I need to get out of survival mode and be able to focus on this. Like I cannot focus on a business if I'm trying to just make ends meet and just trying to figure out where to eat and like where to sleep. So like he tries to like keeps leveling up to the next level so he could finally focus on his business. He goes to the local. Uh, small business association area of Pennsylvania. They help him. They give him resources, all this stuff. And, like he, he like shows how he's doing. But I, I think I'm kind of on the inside. It's just like, if why doesn't any like why can't anyone just do that? It's, yeah, exactly. they can. You think you that's think, the fucking purpose of the show? So you think his DNA, his DNA, his DNA tri- triumphs everyone else? Then 
Is it, and that's what will his make experience him... makes it easier, uh-huh. and the fact that he's got cameras following makes it easier does not mean anybody else. So the whole purpose of the show is like whether or not you can still live the American dream. It's like can yeah. you still make it in okay. today's society? So do you think and if he doesn't? Showcase all right, another question. Do you think if he doesn't have the cameras following him, does is it's it... going to take him a lot longer? But I still think you do it with okay. his personality and like his like you know. And what, what, sorry, what was his background before? He he found like this lending company that he he's like yeah yeah he's a billionaire he's like he's whatever he's a billionaire but um, I just thought it was an interesting show something that I haven't seen in a long time I like saw it on YouTube TV and I started recording it and I watched and you kind of think too like in the back of his head he's like well I'm still a billionaire regardless I can still of course yeah of yeah, course said, of course had that of course stress. yeah no stress yeah of course yeah. of course but like he sh- like there editing it in a way that allows people to see that there's still an opportunity. I haven't checked this out. What What's the name of the show again? Undercover Billionaire. Undercover it's like Gary V. <laughs> I fucking Gary V. Exactly. Why? Because... But it doesn't mean he's not fucking awesome. doesn't mean he's not fucking providing value to this fucking world. I'm not gonna lie. I saw on Twitter he was, uh, he just had his own tops, like, trading cards. I'm like, my guy, like, trading cards are like, you know... Baseball players back in the day, and, and no. he's his his card is a picture like it's a drawn out picture of him with like AirPods in. Ugh. <laughs> Sounds very haterish of you guys. Uh, speaking of speaking of cards, uh, my grandfather collected baseball cards, sports cards, and all this shit. Yeah, you told me about. It. He's got a bunch of them, right? Yeah, you saw uh, him. My so my mom and aunts knew that he had. Uh, several copies of a famous card of Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and somebody else, all on a single card, and um, couldn't find them in my my grandparents' house, and my aunt found them in an old shoebox, and they've yeah. got seven of them, and uh, <laughs> they had a guy come. He's gonna what is it certified? Appraise him. Um, but he said like the the most recent one that sold at auction sold for like it was in mint condition sold for like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And, like, and so it's, all, it's all about the condition. Yeah. Like, you have to get it certified, so it costs you well, that's a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, to get yeah. Certified. So, but yeah, my my mom said I think it's gonna cost them to get everything graded and everything's gonna be like seven hundred fifty bucks only. That's it. Because the guy lives in Illinois. Um, yeah, obviously the, the cards. It's possible. I, I, Dave and I collected basketball cards in, in grade school, and we have a bunch of like cards. <laughs> we once took our entire folder into like a card shop. You know, those card shops used to be around. Uh-huh. And he's like, guys, I'll look through them, but I'm not gonna buy shit. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, you guys don't have any like fucking mint cards or anything. There's no like anything I didn't buy. I'll give you like twenty bucks for the whole thing. Like, well, fuck you, man. We thought we had thousands of dollars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have them somewhere. So yeah, yeah, my somewhere. grandfather has tens of thousands of yeah, cards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, of all of them, there's only a handful. Basketball, of anything. Baseball, for every sport, pretty much. Yeah. He's got old like collection of World War Two cards that came out, like yeah. uh, like World or uh, American propaganda cards, talking shit about the Germans. All right, all right. That was a good start to the podcast. Did we start recording? Yeah. Uh, should we say anything stupid? No, nah, I mean, just, just Gary V. Slander. Uh, were we arguing? Loudly? No. Well, well, loudly? No, no we, we were just talking about undercover. I, I got halfway into the undercover well, billionaire part. First of all, we're going to start this off with a yo. Yeah. Where's the yo? Yo! Yo! yo. Um, <laughs> what's up to all you uh, Patagonia Finn boys? Uh, thanks for tuning in last week. Uh, we had a very, very uh, lucrative. highly, highly rated, yeah, lucrative. Lucrative episode from last week so I hear the coins jangling yeah. in my pocket so all you uh, white collar boys uh, in, in the loop downtown Chicago thanks for tuning in um, 
So I should have drove one of you guys back home in my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, last week was a, was a solid episode. We, we, I think we all knew it after we were finished recording that it was gold. So, and it showed. So let's build on that. that yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I want to give a big shout out to Jack and Mark Zuckerberg. Because uh, now all the ads I'm getting on Twitter and Facebook are Patagonia and Apple Card. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, what else? So yeah, oh yeah, the date is August 26, 2019, episode 31, the dirty one. That's what Jordan plus eight. eight. Sexy Rexy? Sexy Rexy? Yeah, Sexy Rexy. Ooh, oh Rex Grossman. Yeah. What are the, yeah, what? He brought us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, had a guy, I had a guy reach out to me today on LinkedIn. He was a recruiting guy from Little Rock, Arkansas. He's like, Hey man, am I am I mistaken or were you uh, part of the accelerator program in Little Rock, Arkansas? I'm like, yeah, I was. How are you doing? It's like, are you a Cubs fan? I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a sales call. This is gonna be a sales call. It's like, yeah, I'm a Cubs fan. It's like, hey man, cool. I love the Cubs. We should trade the whole roster. By the way, what are your recruiting needs or something like that? I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. We just have a really good system. People like working for us. We don't really require that stuff. Is that on her? Um, yeah, he's a head on her. Um, and I was like, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. He's like, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm getting tickets for the next Cubs uh, Cardinals game. I'd love to take you out. Just pick your brain. I'm trying to grow my network in Chicago. Uh, and I told him, Hey, I appreciate your time. Um, to be honest with you, we're not really looking for something like this. Uh, let me know if I could be helpful in any other ways. He's like, just, just out of curiosity, like, why hasn't it worked in the past? Has it been cost or has it been like they couldn't deliver? And I told him, like, honestly, oh, we, we've never taken advantage of, of these... Yeah. We've never taken advantage of these, of these uh, services because we don't need to. Open it. So I totally understand. Uh, not to be too salesy, but this is what we do. This is how we do. We do it really well. Um, still love, love to take you out to a Cubs, uh, Cubs-Cardinals game when I'm in town uh, to talk about some other stuff. I'm like, all right, man, just... Better hurry up. There's only a month left, bitch. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it initially seemed like it wasn't a sales thing, but then he started, like, offering way too much. When you offer way too much as a person who doesn't know me, it's instantly like, what do you want out so, of uh, So, uh, how, do you, how do you suggest a salesperson approach you? Just give me a call and try to sell the shit out of me. I think, I think Nick can be sold. Easily. I can be sold. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's 100% sold. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I, I'm very easy to be sold if you can show that you're providing value to what I'm doing. Yeah. A hundred percent. The only the only limitation is like how much are you gonna charge me? And I was gonna say money. Yeah. <laughs> Money's the only yeah. If, if you I, had if you had the funding, yeah. Yeah, 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 if you had the yeah. funding, if you you'd probably... funding, yeah. Like you're gonna do what? Alright, let's do that. Let's yeah. let's try it out. Let's see what you can do. Okay. I'll give everyone an opportunity. Okay. Actually, speaking of change, I don't know if you guys know this, I don't know if anyone brought this up, but I I got an update uh from from Apple. On you know on your photos it says on this day a year ago blah 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 you guys sent your millionth dollar ooh a year ago yeah we're now at uh, four and a half million yeah we're four and a half it's crazy so another three and a half million a year yeah, yeah. that's good stuff yeah. I, I mean I do you guys know about that uh, I didn't know it was a year ago it's like a year and two days yeah hey it's good progress I like to see progress yeah it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good I just need to get those revenue numbers up you know what I'm saying. Making all this impact. Well, I mean, wouldn't that mean your users are growing? If you, 
Yeah, no, no, no. Of course. Take triple your payments? Yeah, and triple your payments. We've, you know. In the startup world, you're just never going fast enough, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Never be satisfied until you're satisfied. That's a good outlook to have because, you know. <laughs> that, else, that's one thing I want to keep driving right. Like, so, I, I, before we, like, when we were early days of starting changed, I was like, all right, you know, like, how can we grow? How can we grow? How can we grow? And I still ask myself that question. But I would listen to a lot of podcasts. I'd read a lot of books from people that are very successful. And they always say, like, like, it's very, this term has been beaten. Cliche. I feel like so badly now that it's just, like, it's meaningless, but, like, growth hack. Uh-huh. And uh, every time I hear someone, like, successfully, like, talk about growth hacking, it's just funneling muddle into a funnel. Funneling money? Fun- no. Funneling mon- money into a funnel and getting customers out of it. Which is, in my opinion, not hacking. Um, obviously, that's what we're doing right now. Let me check my Facebook ads. But um, yeah, and you guys have also spent minimum minimal dollars on very minimal marketing. Yeah. yeah, like to do that, like to grow is what what you guys have done. I mean, that's pretty impressive without shoving marketing down people's throats. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, companies probably spend millions of dollars just to get to the point we're at. Yeah, like um, hey but Zucks we also had opportunities. Yeah, like hey Zucks and Jack, we're talking about change. Let's. Let's give us some more change ads. Yeah. Hey, I can see more of that. Our cost for downloads going down, so that's good. But I mean, I just it's, it's a it's a buzzword. There's no such thing as like growth hack unless you create. I feel like some type of content that essentially is free to your growth mm-hmm. of readers or viewers or whatever it is, and then you monetize the show. Yeah. Later on. Um, one of the reasons founders get replaced in startups is because they're so focused on the mission that they're not completely focused on the like the revenue and the business and growing it. The, the good thing that we have is that Dan's focused on the revenue and growing it, right? He's like, how are we going to make money? How, what's the next thing? It's not about all about the mission. The mission's the driver of it, but what we're trying to do is build a sustainable business so we can stay around for a lot longer than you know what we have been so far, so so we can be as beneficial yeah. as we meant to be. Like, but ever, at the end of the day, there's no business that some, exists without making yeah. money. Yeah. Do you guys ever feel like change will ever get to a point where you have to bring in like a business person? Or that was gonna be that day. Yeah, of course. It's gonna be like we're gonna take it to the point have where it needs to have be. Have you ever thought of any big business and said, "Hey, uh, we don't need any more people"? <laughs> like, yeah, true. We don't need a logistics guy to help us move all this uh, canned milk. You know, yeah, like, true. Canned, canned milk. Of all the canned, every time I talk to Waleed about logistics, he's talking about canned milk. I'm, <laughs> I'm, out, of, I'm out of it. I'm done. Fighters on ice cream. Oh, let's talk about that. So, Waleed, let's talk about your new venture. Uh, yeah, started uh, a brand new job today. Um, another food company. Uh, pretty much made the move because there's no more opportunity for me at the canned milk company to, to grow and, and question and, how long uh, have you been there at that previous job uh, almost two years so while it is a, a quintessential job hopper millennial uh, yeah the millennial so the, I, for, for good reason, I was going to say I'm glad you brought that up because uh, at my previous job I spent nine years there but a good four out of the nine years I was going to school uh-huh. And then when I left, I was just making enough money to the point where if I 
found another job, I get a pay cut. Um, and I found a groove to the point where, like, it was work, but it was easy, and I was making money, you know, uh-huh. five years later. Um, yeah. But I tried to chase that, keep leveling myself one up. Yeah. And I did that at my role, and I was in a sales role, uh-huh. right? And I just, I literally, year after year, just one up, one up, like... And, like, one day, I, like, early on, I told myself, like, oh, man, if I make $100,000, like, that's going to be the day. That day came, and it didn't mean shit. <laughs> like, it was, like... It wasn't fulfilling. It was not fulfilling at yeah. all. And, yeah. like, yeah, I had some savings and all that, like, but I wasn't, like... Yeah. I was definitely asking him for more money. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get it. Let me get on it. I, I mean... I, I, I was finding ways to get out of it. Yeah. In a way, because I was, like, Nick, want to start an e-commerce business? I'm, like... Here's some cash, you know, like, oh, I want to, you know, invest into this. Here's some cash, you know, so like, yeah, he, he, he gave me $5,500 to, no, $500 to do that boot camp, the Ruby boot camp. No, it's a different numbers, but. $5,500 was uh, for. There's a couple hundred bucks for your boot camp. But then. And then $5,500 for uh, White Spade Beer. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Just, Dan, was a, Dan was an investor before he was a founder. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you looked at Nick and you're like, maybe I gotta get involved in our, in our next venture. See, yeah. I'm like that guy on the Discovery Channel with a hundred dollars, but it keeps burning on me. No, I think, but but this time you're actually you're you're now the founder or one of the founders, so now you're much more invested. I feel like I, mean, I was always sorry, I was still helping Nick with the white spade, but then like did you feel like but did you still feel like you were really like in it? A hundred percent. Like no, I, I'm officially a hundred percent now. Right. Like, yeah. And it's. Uh, more stressful and more anxiety than ever before, but is it more uh, fulfilling? Yeah, for sure, it's more fulfilling. If you had the opportunity right now, right now, go back to your six-figure sales job. No. Okay. Oh, no, why would you? Yeah. Love that. I don't think anyone would do that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I've definitely. Really, I mean, like the the company I was at. I mean, salary was great, benefits were were good. I mean, the health service was shit, but I but, mean, it, it it was six figures. Uh huh. To the point of me working at least 60 hours a week, kissing ass, like, 100% of the time, doing more than any of, like, like any of, like, I don't want to say I worked harder than the, the salespeople, but, mm-hmm. like, I didn't give a shit. Like, like, people were always, like, nitpicking. I was just like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's, another, it's another dollar on the board, you know? That's why I always say, like, you, you said 60 hours. That's why I say consultants, they leave college, if you become a consultant, you're going to make $120,000 a year. All right, cool. But you're working 80 plus hours, you're traveling, you're not at home, so you're making $60,000, and you're paying for an apartment that you never live in, you have no friends at home, and what's, like, what benefit do you have? But but I always feel like you have to go through that ringer. Right. Before, at least as long as you're making the right decision, is to make passive income. And that was my plan, is to make passive income. And I was on the verge of making passive income. But then I decided to invest all my money in the change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that, that's also a good uh, uh, point when you were talking about consultants. The time value of money. So, over the weekend, uh, there was... There, uh, my, my block does a annual yard sale. So, you know, the three blocks spanning, you know... 6,600 Did you sell them? Huh? Did no, I didn't sell any. No, no, my mother was was a part of this. She she oh, loves sure. doing this shit. Yeah. She got all her furniture out there, right? Yeah, loves doing it. 
the whole day she spent, I think it was like 10 hours. She only made, uh, I think $120 for the day. And $12 an hour. Right. That was just, minimum wage. That's actually less than minimum wage. Chicago minimum wage is 15. Yeah. No, 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 Whatever. Well, that's that's what I minus tax. That, $12. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's you what I related it to. I told her I was like, yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you could have made more money selling bottles of water. Yeah, but how much? How 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 much does she enjoy that time? Yeah. I'm sure she enjoys. Uh, she loves it because yeah, she she loves the 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 negotiating the. the and there's the nothing better than yeah. grabbing something that's worth nothing mm-hmm. to you right now and making money off that. Yeah. Like Scott told me uh, this week, he was like, "Dude, we need to like find a piece of furniture and refinish it and like sell it." Cause like that's that's fun to do. I have this like uh, table stand at Ashley's house right now, and it's got no cover, no top, right? And like I'm gonna like build like a wooden thing and like like make it and like keep it for myself. But then outside in the garbage, like in our in our alley, I found a round glass piece that fit perfectly for this table. You took it? Yeah, I took it. <laughs> I was wondering where that went. It's in the storage room right now, so I'm like, this fits perfectly for that table. So I can refinish this table that's like, it's a really cool, like, intricate kind of four posts with like a bunch of wires. If I put a glass piece on it, I'd probably sell for like 60 or 80 bucks. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's one of a kind. Yeah, exactly. It's like completely unique. Like, the table without a top right now, or the, the legs, looks awesome. I'm like, like, Scott, like, the reason I took it is like, Scott would love this because it has all these intricate kind of, yeah. like, lines that go through that, that are metal and it's four wood posts. I just need to find a top for it. And I found a top for it in the alley. And it was free. Um, I was thinking about getting a piece of wood and like making it all like change and like having uh, Rachel like paint some kind of change thing on it or whatever. But um, that that stuff is fun. Like it's not it's not work. And I'm sure like garage sale or yard sales is not work for your mom. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but but I was just trying to like just me being I don't want to say pessimist, but like me just kind of understanding. Speaking the, of pessimist, well, go ahead. But like. I guess to circle back to the, the original point of the time value of money, your time is the most valuable currency on oh, this course. planet. You know, so for me, I, I couldn't do that because to me it wouldn't be, my time is much more worth uh, $12 an hour. Yeah, but like if you enjoy it, it's different. Yeah, like, yeah, the, the, yeah. Like, true. You, but I don't enjoy that. You can that. spend three hours on Instagram and you make $0.00. And yeah. like, what's the time value of money there? It's non-existent. So, right. Um, I mean, my goal is to like at least have enough money to so I don't have to need to work, just want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that day, when that day comes, I'm getting rid of my iPhone. When you don't have like, to I'm, work, like I just I don't want that consistent like. I'm definitely thing. a fan of that like that uh, simple phone. Mm-hmm. Or just like a screen with like a phone number. Like you can reach me, and I want to be able to be reached. Yeah. What's it called? Like phone white phone, right? It's like something. It's like simple something. No, I'm gonna get the so jitterbug for the old people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. This this whole uh, simple phone that costs seven, you know, whatever, hundred dollars a month. But simple. No, it's not the plan. It's the, 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 phone, the phone costs two hundred dollars. Yeah, these are white phones. It's a piece of glass that just has digits, and that's it. So you can get text messages and you can do the text messaging yeah. thing on the numbers and receive calls. Oh, like T9? Yeah, T9. If, yeah, if, I, I wish, I don't, there, there might be a keyboard, but if, if there's a keyboard for, for T9, I would much rather use that than like, I, I dare you to download that. If, is there one? Oh, of course there is. 
Of course there is. Dude, I, I could be in high school, I could be texting from my pocket. Oh, really? Not make one mistake, yeah. Like T9? Yeah, T9. Just cutting it out, like fucking yeah. Morse code. Did it, did it, Yeah. I just know. Because I don't want to get But that, that's no, literally no, my uh, goal, because it, like, if you don't want to, like, like, if you don't care about, like, becoming financially independent and whatnot, like, I suggest you just get rid of your phone. If you don't care about it. Like, if you don't care. Because I the love only reason connected. I use my phone and I like my like, I need it is to, like, know every aspect of changed. Emails, responses, uh, customer support, Billy our, our, our reviews online. Like, and then the killer that draws me back is, like, fucking Facebook that I, I can give two shits about. Yeah. Fucking stupid ass games that, like, I, I think are like literally destroying my well, consciousness. But like, but like that's that, that's like the whole burnout thing. Like that gives you time to kind of unwind. Yeah, it's distracting, but distracting anyway. As long as you don't make it. Yeah, toxic. but I feel like if you build a habit to course, yeah. unwind to go sit outside instead yeah. of stare at your yep. phone. Yeah, that's way more. So I deleted yeah. Facebook off the Facebook app off of my phone a couple weeks ago, and I get I'm getting messages. So I got a message from my cousin regarding changed about her payment. Um, and I didn't get a message because I couldn't check it on my Facebook. So I logged into my Facebook and I saw messages from a week ago. I was like, hey, my payment didn't go through. What's the issue? I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I deleted my Facebook app. It takes usually three to four days. She's like, oh no, I posted, it's fine. And now I check my Facebook uh, account on my Safari browser in my on, on my iPhone and I can't go to messages without downloading the Messenger app. So I have two outstanding messages. I don't know who it's from or what it's regarding, so I need to log on to my my laptop and check what that's all about. Uh, but you know, <coughs> like Dan was saying, like when when we're in a position where we all need to be communicated <coughs> regarding regular life stuff, like personal stuff, there's no use for an iPhone. There's no use for any of that. Like I wouldn't, I would not want an iPhone if I didn't yeah. have a business or a job. I believe Dan. I believe you. Really? Yeah. I think Dan's more of the social person and, like, app person than I am. Yeah, but I feel like you're more the tech lover and regardless well, of Facebook. I, yeah, and, right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I regardless that, yeah. of social apps, like, you would still, I still think you it would, would be, you're in love with your iPhone. It would be hard not to walk up to something and use Apple Pay, but I think I could deal with it. So, like, inventing a phone that does... And no more Apple Watch? Phone calls. I'm cool with that. I've, my Apple Watch has been done for three days. Phone calls, oh, yeah. text messages, financial services. Like, such as your bank. Maybe that not if you need it, but I don't think Well, like, if I'm in a position where I need to worry about that, I don't need that. Like, the only reason but, I need but, that right but, now is I need to check every single day. Your, your bank doesn't require you to go into your phone. Like, you're not going to check your bank statement every 10 minutes. I did find this very fascinating, uh, walking up and down. Uh, Once a day. Well, yeah, yeah. we have to worry about Walking up down my block, uh, some of the people were, were uh, uh, making transactions through Venmo and Zelle. So, shout yeah, out to my no, block. Yeah, for sure. There was, uh, there was a very, very hipster barbershop in Little Rock, uh, which gave great haircuts. That's mm. actually my last haircut. I'm going to the haircut. Shout out uh, Handlebar? Handlebar, yeah. Shout out Handlebar in Little Rock, Arkansas. You need to check them out. Uh, Are they sponsored the pod? Uh, new okay. sponsor. They do, sponsor. with the amount of money they charge for a haircut. Um, but... I wouldn't know anything about that. I just know the beer trim's 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, next used to it, I guess the next year. Oh, whatever. Uh, still got a great haircut. 
all I did, took was cash, so I had to, like, ask the guy, hey, you take Venmo? And he did, but he kind of, like, hesitated to say that. It said cash only, and oh. then everyone takes Venmo. It doesn't say cash only, like, out loud in your face. It's, like, it's, like, written cursive on the board. It's a cash like, king or something. Yeah. Did I ever tell you, um, I, at DePaul, I was in a marketing consumer behavior class, and we had to do, we had to all do, like, our final project, pick a, pick something you want to do a marketing campaign for, and I picked Square, at the time, it was a 2014, this is before Venmo, and my goal was to make America cashless, because I was tired of places being ca- uh, cash only, and so my pitch if I were to work for Square, was to go to, you know, source from the internet, what's your favorite ca- uh, cash-only spots, work with them, and, you know. That's good. Although, I, I do not like places that do not accept cash. Yes. That do not accept cash. I think they should, everyone should accept cash. Oh, yeah, but they should also Have accept card, too. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That don't accept yeah. cash. Yeah, all these new, like, new places, like, well, vegan, whatever... Cash or like cash we're only. Cashless, we're a cashless establishment. Cash only, fuck you. But uh, non-cash, bigger, yeah. fuck you. bigger, fuck you. Yeah, I, I don't like care. like that's 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 cash. Like that's the yes. that's cash. It is should king. be accepted everywhere. Or you're not a business. Cash is king. Yeah. Oh, so you don't want me to pay you for your stuff? Give well, me my yeah, taco. It's a legal tender. I mean, yeah, I'm leaving. Give me my stuff. I'm leaving. You're not accepting. Give me yeah. your, Give me my stuff. I'm leaving. It's almost like against the law. Yeah, the, yeah. There is no law that you have to accept cash. Good. I'm. I'm actually against. Fucking you you cash have the opposite of this. Yeah. You, you. You want places to be cash free. Yes. Why? I, don't, I don't know why they would want to. Because you don't. Cash you, yeah. I don't want to carry on cash. Well, it's harder to manage cash. It's way harder to manage cash. But it's if hard. you're a small local business. It's harder to manage cash. You think so? Yeah, because like you have to account for it. You have to like obviously you don't account for all of it, and it's more beneficial for you if you just sweep it under the rug and stuff. But like uh, one of the people at the venture center, like his entire business is based on the marijuana industry and these dispensaries moving away from cash because it's so hard and so expensive to manage. There's loss from employees. Like you have to do all this different different types of accounting for cash. Well, yeah, if it was just all transactions. Because it's federally still illegal, there's some weird, uh, like people in California can't. What was? Uh, I shouldn't even be talking about this because I don't know the actual context of the story. But there's laws in place that uh, dispensaries, legal dispensaries, because it's federally illegal, can't um, tra- move the cash that they make yeah. at their establishment. That that's, that's exactly what this company, this guy is building, is trying to solve. Because there's so many regulations around that, and he's trying to essentially build the banking infrastructure for these dispensaries. That's good. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be there. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, yeah, the government does decide to federalize it like next year. A banking and, industry yeah. just for cannibal. It's gonna take a ninety days before so. it goes a million. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like it's it's such a it's an illegal business right now federally, and you're accepting federal cash. And yeah, federal you know, yeah, like federal currency, and it's just there's like a lot of banks will not accept. Like, if you're a business, you're a dispensary, like, hey, I'm a dispensary, I'm making four million dollars a year, can you hold my cash? Sure, what does your business do? Oh, we sell cannabis. Like, oh, no, we can't do that, that's illegal federally. So, we cannot hold your cash, we cannot do anything with your money, we cannot swipe your debit cards, we cannot do anything for you. 
So they're trying to build his business around he's trying to build it in them. Arkansas. Yeah. Well, he's like starting he's, out of Arkansas. He's trying to be like the hub for Arkansas cannabis. Yeah. And then like grow into other states. So like eventually one day, once cannabis is like legal everywhere, everything is good. He's like, hey, buy me, buy me. You know. And there are certain banks that will take that risk because of the the amount of money that they can hold. But so banks are discriminating against weed. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent, because it's illegal, and they have the rights to discriminate against that. Unbelievable. I don't like it. Well, it's because you're a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. No, we're we're a drug free podcast. Drug free podcast. Yeah, drug free. Except for all the booze that's being drank. Drinking booze. Um. It's also. To to. Not not a very good pivot, but National Dog Day. So shout I out! I saw that. Shout, saw shout, that, yeah. shout out, Bleaker. It's a great pivot. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Wally. I appreciate your support. That's a that's a cloud. That's really a cloud. That's what it is. Oh, you're you're anti Bleaker. No, I'm for Bleaker. But, okay, I appreciate you. Though. But 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 National Dog Day, we can't celebrate with Bleaker because there's no Bleaker there's right no now. There's no Bleaker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, give me twelve hundred dollars. There will be a Bleaker here tomorrow. I need a hypoallergenic dog, which I probably cannot take from a rescue. Sorry, rescue people. Yeah, you can. All right, I'm going to keep searching. I went to Dog Pound uh, a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. No hypo, no doodles, no nothing. Got to go every week, man. You're it's because right. you want a, a fucking golden doodle. And that's, that's like the Tesla of cars. That's like the I'm Tesla of dogs. The, te- the Tesla of cars? Uh, of dogs. Sorry, of dogs. Let me take a picture. It is. A golden noodle? You see golden noodles everywhere downtown. Like, everyone's got a golden noodle or some type of golden retriever. With the Patagonia Yeah, I hate that. I hate the fact that everyone's trying to get golden noodles. Yeah. Everyone who's wearing a Patagonia sweater. Well, it's a combination of, like, I mean, it's a a well, like, uh, it's a well, like, behaved well breeded. It's not, I mean, poodles it are like the smartest dog. It doesn't put out hair, so you don't have to worry about like hair all over your furniture. That curly fucking dog. Yeah, like it's it's hair. It's like hair on your head. So like it'll shed a little bit, but it doesn't shed like a dog. And they always look like they're smiling. They're always smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're always smiling. Um, so Dave's got a cockapoo, which is a kind of. It's still a hypoallergenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that dog's awesome. Like it's, it's a smaller dog, and like I, f- like I, I, honestly, if I could pick any dog, and if I wasn't allergic to dogs, I'd get a, a chocolate labradoodle, or just like a labradoodle because they're so obedient. They're like the dog of like like a, a man's best friend, uh, but it's you know I got to deal with allergies. I got to deal with all this other stuff. So, so you want to get that dog because you're not a man because you have allergies. <clears throat> Dude, so, no, 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 I, but I appreciate that because when I was living at my mom's house, I, I thought that life was normal. Yeah. Where I woke up every morning, sniffling, <laughs> sneezing, like Dan walks in here every, uh, like, Monday afternoon, like, like, I did dra- yeah, like, draining of, like, stuff, and then I moved in with you when we, when we lived in California, I'm like, this is life, where I can breathe, <laughs> like, I don't have to fall asleep, but, like, I used to have to, like, flip flip sides like sleeping on my sides because it would fill in with uh, the mucus on this side and I have to flip over this side and get out of here that bad you're allergic to Daniel? yeah he's allergic too to uh, dogs? Or? yeah, yeah. Uh, dogs cat, cats for sure dogs. He's a little bit, yeah a little bit less than me but like I was super I allergic to cats I don't know the same what kind of yeah. weak ass jeans you guys got? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't have any hair, so. I'll give you that one. Okay, I'll give you that one. Well, my brother-in-law's like ten times worse than that. I feel so bad. Every time I see him, he's got something going on. He's blowing his nose or something. Our eyes are irritated. He had to go for that like six months, uh, uh, a series of shots that you have to get. And it doesn't. It doesn't help. <laughs> they don't have like a cure for that. Well, no, it, it helped. It helped. But he just, he just still, it's just fucking always congested. Do you still have a dog? Yeah, they have one. But it's not just for dog. He's like allergic to a million things. Is it yeah. Charlie? I. Yeah, Charlie. You know, yeah, I don't have any outside allergies or allergies to any medicines or foods or anything. It's just dogs and cats. Like pet dander. You guys didn't have any dogs or cats? I want dogs. Else? You did. I want fish. Dude, did you see the post I shared with you today? The fish? Thanks. Uh, is, oh, is, is, is one of your... So that's yeah. one of the Facebook messages. It's from Dan. So I, speak, speak, I love Facebook Marketplace now. <clears throat> uh, Even though you got a washer returned? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was supposedly broken. Did you take it back? Yeah. Oh, give everyone an update. Yeah, you talked about, about, talk about, about it last week. Yeah. Oh. So I, I sold a washer on, on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, a clothes washer. So it wasn't, it wasn't mine. It was my girlfriend's. Uh, it was my girlfriend's mom's, and she said it worked. It just shook, so, and she just wanted to put it in the garbage. And I'm like, send me a picture of it. And it was, I Googled it. It was like an $800 washer. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, the glass top. I guess a premium washer. And uh, I sold it for, like, 160 bucks. But the lady who bought it said it didn't work, so I returned it. So she returned it. I didn't want to deal with, like, oh, you bought it, it's yours, as is, yada, yada, bullshit. Like, all right, return it. Like, I'll check it out, and I'll see if it works, and I'll fix it, if anything. But it's a it's a Did washer. it work when you plugged it in? I didn't plug it in. I haven't checked if it actually did work. No, I asked, I asked uh, Rachel, which asked her mom's boyfriend, and he, she said, or he said, yeah, it works, but it shakes uh, when so it spins. you took it back. But you, but you put that in the description, didn't you? Yeah, it says shakes when it spins, but, like, it wasn't, supposedly it wasn't taking on water, and I, like, texted uh, my girlfriend saying, hey, can you text your mom's boyfriend and say, is this thing, like, really effed up? And uh, he said, like, no, I never had that problem when they used it. Like, they just didn't use it because it was shaking. Yeah. And it was probably, like, out of, out of whack. So, like, I didn't want to, like, walk the girl or walk the lady that bought it, like, diagnose. Like, because, like, like, me, like, something's broken, I'll fix it. Like, I'll, like, yeah. like, why is this? Why is it not taking water? What What's the problem? Like, what does it need to get fixed? So, uh, my question is, like, did, when you got it back, did you diagnose it? Not yet, like it just. Okay, you just it was it. like two days ago. And my number so one. So you can still. So fixed. if you fix it, fix the shaking, you probably sell it for four hundred dollars. No one's gonna buy a four hundred dollar washer. Three hundred dollars. Two. All right. Well, I'm just a washer retail for now. Well, that one was eight hundred dollars. Like the the basic basic is probably like four to five hundred bucks. But if you want a nice one, you're paying twelve fifteen hundred dollars. But a lot of people sell them because everyone washes their clothes and how much did we buy, buy mom's red ones for the washer and dryer well these are like front loaders they're like cherry red like they're like the nice ones and they're like super high tech in a way yeah it's not high tech but uh gas is a little extra but it was 1200 bucks for both of them oh really that's not bad no like, something like that maybe 1500 bucks i can't wait to have a house and like worry about this kind of stuff it's gonna be fun Really? I 
then you get in your washer. And you get in your lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you just rent somewhere, that's like the. That's like Nick, suburban, you said you're never like leaving the city. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not lawnmower, but like, like I feel like suburban people worry about this kind of stuff. City people don't. Yeah. Um, what do city people worry about? I mean, my doorman. People my doorman staring at my ass. Taxes. Yeah, taxes and parking. Parking tickets. Oh, parking. Oh, yeah. speaking of, I have a new service, new business. Yeah. Um, I fight your parking tickets. <laughs> Um, so I don't know what the results of the two parking tickets I fought, but I, I fought plane tickets in the past and I'm probably like 80% uh, success rate on them. So I fought one of Ashley's tickets. I think I mentioned on the podcast before Ashley parked, um, by Dave's house, got a ticket for, so the ticket, so Dave on Dave street, there's permit parking and the ticket was for improper um, filling out of the parking permit and <coughs> not having the permit. So I argued, wait, so I'm like, wait, you're double ticketing me because it's improper and then you're also giving me the ticket for not having the permit? There's you need two to tickets? Pick, yeah, there's two tickets. So you need to pick one. Oh. So I'm like, first of all, you need to pick one. Second of all, the date is on the parking permit right here. And third of all, I did not get a signature on the parking uh, ticket. Question was that, there a parking permit while the car was sitting there? There was a parking permit on there. Oh, really? There was a parking permit on there, except there wasn't an address on there. Don't incriminate me for that. I filled in the, 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 the date on there after, so there wasn't a date on there. Um, so I sent that in. We'll see what happens. Oh, so you, after you did it? Yeah. But yeah. still, I showed the picture evidence, and they have to contest it. Innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. Uh, but for Daniel's, so Daniel parked in a, um, uh, permit zone Chicago. where you in Chicago and one of the municipal ordinances is that the person that's writing the ticket has to sign the ticket to um, contest to the violation that has happened so they fill out everything their badge number was very illegible could barely read any of the numbers and there was no signature and the, and literally by the signature box signature box it says by the signature, I authorize, uh, authorize the, the yeah. fact that this has happened in this area or whatever, in like more no legal signature. terms. No signature. So I looked up all the municipal codes for the city and the state, and I looked up, like, for the municipal code, it cites the state code saying that there needs to be a signature present on the violation um, that is hand the violation notice that is handed to you in order for that to be Valid, yeah. valid, yeah. So I said, "Hey, listen, I cited all. I, I wrote a contest letter. I cited this 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 municipal code. I cited the Illinois State uh, Municipal Code, saying the signature was not present. Um, <coughs> I'm asking for this ticket be d- dismissed based on this ordinance, this ordinance, this ordinance, and I submitted it. So we'll see what happens with that one. But um, seeing that I have an eighty percent success rate, I am also accepting anyone that has a parking ticket in Chicago." Uh, I will give you this service for 50% of the ticket cost if you want me to contest it. 50%? Yeah. It's a lot high. Money back guarantee, though. Money, money back guarantee, yeah. If you have to pay the ticket, you pay the ticket. <laughs> so you, you get a $150 ticket for doing whatever. I will fight it. If I lose it, uh, I don't charge anything. But if I win it, give me 75 bucks. 
I think you need to work on that price point, but uh, I think you have. I mean, you definitely have something there. Just or I will s- or or I will send you the template for ten dollars flat, and you can do it yourself. Success rate is higher. <laughs> that's, that's what I told Nick. That, that's that's a good, Nick's that's like, good model. You want me to fight it? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? You should do. You should just make a bunch of templates. Cause yeah. I Nick. So ten dollars back. Ten dollars. I have, I have a money. folder on my Mac that says tickets, and then under that says templates, and Nick, I like literally Nick pay, has, paste Nick the ordinances. Has fought more tickets than any human being I've known to man. <laughs> Legit. There, there was, and he's done some crazy a, shit, but I'm not going to... There was a company on Shark Tank that did just what I'm doing and tried to automate that. I'm just providing my service in a more personal manner. Wasn't, a, wasn't, city, a city or a state is never going to let wasn't, oh, automation? Yeah, get the fuck no, out of here. Wasn't that company just uh, a company that just not doesn't fight, but like negotiates? Errors, yeah. No, no, no. So they found errors on tickets. So you scan your ticket, they find errors on it. If your license plate doesn't match the license plate that they listed, uh-huh. automatically dismissed it. I was talking about a company that negotiates uh, lower rates on your like services like cable and phone and Bill Shark. Bill Shark. Yeah. Uh, that so that never aired. I don't know if I should tell you about this, but we met them at a pitch event in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cuban ended up investing. He did. But never the show never aired. That Got episode it. never aired. Yeah, I don't know if he invested or he just on the board or something. These games some equity, but. So they still around? Uh, as of like eight months ago, yes. I don't okay. know. No. All right. Um, oh, Scott, tell the folks what you made with our our suggestions. So last week we talked about our new cooking format, um, kind of a master chef style where we pick three ingredients from the people who aren't cooking for the person who has to cook. So Scott had to cook this week. Last week we, we suggested that he had to make a, di- a dinner that included chicken, tortellini, cheese tortellini, cheese tortellini, and cumin. So Scott, sell the folks on what you made because you made a great sell dinner. Sell it. It's on. It's on. By the way, it's it's on the Instagram Money Night Hustlers Instagram. Um, I posted a picture of it. So make sure you guys are wearing reduce. Go on the Instagram and check it out. What's the tag? Money Night Hustlers. At Money Night Hustlers. Yes. No spaces. All one word. Nice. Scott, go. Uh, well, Nick was disappointed in how I described my dish uh, earlier because you weren't on selling Sunday it. because I said, or no, was it earlier? No, on Saturday. No, I'm Saturday. So I'm like, hey, Scott. So what's on the menu? Chicken tortellini uh, cumin. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I, sell it. I, I was pissed off because I put my phone on airplane mode to charge faster. And when I saw that text pop up first, I responded with the chicken tortellini and cumin. And Daniel had messaged earlier, and I saw it pop up after. So I was like, "Fuck!" Charge my phone. So sell it. I'm not gonna try to be some master chef asshole and and try to put their jargon into the dish. Uh, but essentially, I created a uh, got got some breadcrumbs. I was gonna make some breadcrumb battered uh, uh, chicken. Um, in the breadcrumbs, I that that's where I focused the cumin was in the breadcrumbs. Uh, heavy on the black pepper, garlic powder, salt, uh, Parmesan cheese. Actually, mm-hmm. grated Parmesan cheese in the breadcrumb mixture. Uh, fried those real quick and then threw them in the oven at four twenty-five for twenty-four minutes. Uh, if anybody wants to know, um, and then I just made a cheese tortellini and Alfredo sauce. Um, I did buy. 
I did buy uh, some salad, but I was like, this is all carbs again. No. And we're not going to need the fucking salad. No. We like because there's so much food left over anyways. Uh, but yeah, it turned out great, actually. I um, I love breading shit and frying it and making it. I just feel like it adds. I mean, it's frying food. It makes everything so much better. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a pretty simple dish. Uh, you know, I was kind of... Uh, Did you phone real quick? No. Uh, I'm not using it. You're interrupting my goddamn segment. I'm sorry. Um, you just you just made me lose my train of thought. You so love you, bread, bread, bread Yeah, it, it makes everything better, so everyone should try it. So you put the cumin in the breadcrumbs. Yes. I, I that's agree. What made, that's what made that cumin. I agree. Everyone should try gluten, because gluten is not poison. <laughs> it's, it's what makes... America great. <laughs> <laughs> Not again, so, because it always was. So, like, I was uh, listening to that book, like, On the Day on Your Life, and they said, they studied, like, a group of people that claimed to be gluten intolerant, and they studied those people, and they, like, served some gluten or whatever they did, and only, like, 4% of the people that claimed to be gluten intolerant were actually gluten intolerant in the actual medical capacity, so everyone, everyone else is just bullshitting, and said so they felt bad after eating bread. Or whatever. So that that's not just like it's just you're eating wrong. It's not that you're gluten intolerant. Yeah. Oh, so you're carb loading. So all yeah. your food was fucking bread. <laughs> so you eat bread mayonnaise and, and cheese, and you felt like you felt slowed down <laughs> and yeah, yeah. digestion and all this shit. And this, oh, this oh, is FYI, even for all you your people. shits were what terrible. Are people that are not religious. What are they called? Uh, stupid. Agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there's like a term. Atheist. Uh, atheist. Like an atheist, sir. Uh, FYI, Jesus broke bread. That was two thousand years ago. Um, Shout out Jesus. And hundreds, Jesus. Of, yeah, hundreds, if not thousands of years before that, they were still eating bread. I'm pretty sure it was the hundreds of thousands of years ago. They were still eating bread. No, like I said, thousands, if not or hundreds, if not years, thousands. if not thousands, after even before Jesus was born, before they, Christ, they, they still. I dare these gluten intolerant people not to eat a piece of bread if there's no food left. Now, I agree that if eating half a loaf of bread doesn't put you to sleep. Hell yeah, it does. Uh, and does <laughs> Hell yeah. Does, uh, is there a difference between Wonder White Bread and uh, the bread you get at your baker? Yes. Um, but at the same time, gluten is there nice for you to support you and for you to enjoy the rest of your life. But there's that. There's, so if we're, if we're talking though, health and fitness show, there's that threshold where you don't want to eat too much because then, yeah, you get that yeah, itis yeah, and you knock out. Yeah, too much of anything. But if you eat like just enough, then it gives you like that nice little energy when like, mm-hmm. I know when like Scott and I, when we work out, like sometimes I will have some carbs just so I can give mm-hmm. myself. Pop chart? Like I Oatmeal? don't, I don't Oatmeal? like. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not that's, that's gluten, right? perfectly in shape, Probably. but I just I don't feel satisfied unless I have some some type of gluten in my meal. Okay, you talking, think that? You think outside. that? But when was the when was the last time you made Wait, a gluten concerted? or carb? You want carb in your meal? Carb, carb, yeah. Yeah. not gluten. But you know, you can get carbs from like vegetables. Yeah, and like rice. Yeah, but that's, it's not the same. It's that's, not not, that's another starchy carb. Though. That's not gluten. That's still a starchy carb. Yeah, but it's not gluten. Rice is. What it's kind good. of rice are we talking about? Multi, multi-grain? Any kind of rice. And, 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 and brown and, rice is best. You don't think rice is not, <laughs> Scott, it's not gluten rice? It's not gluten in rice. Really? It's rice, yeah. It's not a grain. It's not an oat. There's no gluten in rice. There's no gluten in... Uh, uh, is oatmeal gluten? Yeah, oatmeal is gluten. There's carbohydrates, though. Yeah, carbohydrates. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if rice has... Uh, I don't know if oats have gluten. 
I think it's gluten free. Can you definitely? I think train, on, on the Quaker box it says gluten free. Can you no train your body to be carb free and gluten free? Yes, one hundred percent. But I just don't like. It's it's not like one. Yes, one. It is like the addiction or the satisfaction. No, I'm not even saying that. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt your thought process. But yeah, the, appreciate you. Well, we, we said we were going to stop interrupting, period. Uh, we were going to take down notes so we can respond to it afterwards, remember? Yep. Uh, I feel like it's people, because carbs tend to expand in your stomach, you know, potatoes, rice, all that stuff kind of grows a little bit in your stomach and it adds that, that fullness feeling. And uh, I don't know how true this is, but they, you know, they talk about how if you um, eat less, your stomach will shrink and you'll be able to mm-hmm. be satiated with less yeah. food in the future. Um, have you ever made a concerted effort to try to do that? Because I've, it's, I mean, the only time I ever did that was when we did the hard keto stuff, yeah. just because you're eating so much fat, I just got <laughs> full quick, yeah. and I, well, didn't want to just be shitting out grease the entire, no. like, yeah. anal leakage. Like, uh, <laughs> shout out to the old, old Lay's, Lay's uh, chips <laughs> with the anal leakage, um, lawsuits <laughs> on it. What? Yeah, there was, uh, Tell me more. Tell me there more. was, uh, well, there was an actual brand specifically that came out, um, not of Lay's chips, but uh, a, a separate brand of chips that came out, and they use a specific type of like synthetic cooking oh, oil, okay. and they got taken off the market right away because people would eat them and they would just literally shit their pants like within a minute <laughs> of eating them. I want to eat that. Chip. Sounds like Chipotle. <laughs> uh, um, but Lay's, uh, there was an original recipe of Lay's chips that was only like up until like a decade ago, or maybe fifteen years ago, that had. Uh, some type of uh, oil, either chemical or that oil that yeah, there was reports of people getting <laughs> having <laughs> anal leakage. When the fu- the funny thing was working with Nick and him being my brother. Like we have a very close relationship. Um, Are you talking about pooping right now? There, yeah, there has been, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There has been multiple meetings where either I or Nick say like. I gotta go take a shit. <laughs> hey, hey, can you can you hop on this buddy? <laughs> it's like three minutes before a conference call. Like, <laughs> someone's dropping a deuce, and then, the like, nature calls, we, bro. like, come out, come out right in time, like, hey, Yeah, so I just, I just, I just, I just, just say, can you imagine Hi, how you doing? My name is Nick. I just do a little bit of banter, then Dan walks in and is like, hey, here's, here's my co-founder, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, so, I was telling Nick about this earlier, but I just, you know, my new job, so I sit next to a guy. Who's, oh, yeah. Who's, uh, who's literally in, in a wheelchair. Um, okay. So, first thing that, first, <laughs> first thing that went to my head was, like, and I think all guys can relate to this. Am I gonna have to push him to the bathroom? No, I no, I can never use the handicap stall ever again. And that's <laughs> as any guy you survey every guy, what stall? What's the number one stall they would they would prefer? Of course, the handicap you, want, stall. you want the handicap stall. And now I can never use the handicap I'll, stall. I will. So I personally <coughs> do prefer the handicap stall, but I have found. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I've got short legs, longer torso kind of deal. You have the, a long torso. The shorter toilets. They're taller in the handicap section. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. All, I prefer that. All yeah. are, are your feet dangling? They're not dangling. They're like on the tippy toes. I prefer that. All I'm imagining is Scott's head popping out of the the, the top of the like stall, yeah. but his feet are dangling. <laughs> so like yeah. in 1871, there's this stall that's separate. It's like so that there are all these stalls, and all the toilets are crooked for some reason. And every time you sit on the toilet, you because there's a toilet behind it, it's a women's toilet, you hear them flushing and you can feel it, and it makes me feel real weird. And there's just some of their poo on your yeah, butt. There's like, there's, like a se- there's a separate toilet, like on the side, that is like a single stall, not handicapped. That's my preferred toilet, and I own only... Where uh, is this at? In the, in the 12th floor bathroom, you know that gray toilet? 
stall that's outside of all the brown oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my preferred stall. That's a weird toilet. So, yeah, are you ladies... No, that's the best toilet. Out of all the, all the other ones are crooked. It's a standalone toilet right next to all the pissers. Yeah, I'd rather do that. <laughs> it's like there's a line of toilets, but then there's this standalone toilet next By to itself. all the, like, the, the pissers. It's, yeah, so all you ladies uh, at 1871, be be courteous of yeah, like, flushing like, when, yeah, guys, like, when guys are... Because you, know, you, you, girls, girls you can literally feel someone sitting on the other end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like if you're sitting on the toilet and like someone walks in, like you're like... It's like a seesaw? It's like a seesaw. It's like a seesaw. It's terrible. It's very weird. And on the 13th floor, none of the toilets flush. Cause it's like they got the sensor flush and there's no button, so like you get off and you're like, all right, what, what are you gonna flush? Yeah. I can't leave until this flushes. Yeah, yeah. you know, this I can't flush. I can't leave this evidence and like, here. And like, eighty so percent of the time it doesn't so flush. I go to the eleventh floor, and the eleventh floor oh, yeah. is office office furniture showrooms, and for fifty one out of the fifty two weeks, it is dead. Like I don't know, like who sponsors, like who. There's no one there. Yeah. There's no one there besides the 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 person at the front desk of every showroom. Maybe, maybe, but other than that, they're all like closed. And like one, you can walk around the entire building, which the merchandise marts like a block long, um, and look at all these like cool like modern design furniture. And then I make I make my round to the <laughs> men's bathroom. And I, uh, you know, do my thing. Now, is this a showroom bathroom that show. has no running water? You just yeah, shit the toilet. No. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just play toilet's glass. <laughs> you know what? The best part <laughs> is a fucking janitor has to come by every day. <laughs> Who's this guy that's still got this display? There's nobody here. They're only here for one week out of the fucking year. <laughs> the best part is, is it's bigger than, like, the upstairs, like, the bathroom upstairs, which is, like, Almost, the bathroom like, itself almost like a bus stop, like uh, or like a train stop. Like this, so th- there's this door that's part of this bathroom, and literally they had to put a label that says "open slowly" because people keep getting their bang, their yeah. heads banged when people like push it open because it's high traffic. Yeah, a lot of asses in those seats. But uh, I'm very particular on where I use facilities, especially. Yeah, Dan, Dan does not take uh, uh, use of the facilities if it's not like a hotel. Yeah, we're on a road trip. Road. It's hotel like Hilton. Hilton up. <laughs> Four stars or nothing else. Yeah. He will hold holiday heated seats. That's it. <laughs> no, 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 no. My ass ain't sitting on no. What do you guys seat. think of those uh, toilet seats that are like cushioned? You know, like how the old people have. Yeah. Do you like that? No. I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you have to. Oh, I just feel like it's to... an absorb. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a porous fucking product that yeah. I'm shooting and, on it. So and I still put dry it's absorbed a lot of acids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still put toilet paper all around the seat. I never like, do that. Th- oh, that's that's know. why you, I don't really want to talk about this in the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> uh, hotels are in the hospitality business. Uh huh. That means that's true. Everything is like homey and clean. Uh huh. You think so? Gas stations are not. All <laughs> right. And when you walk into a gas station bathroom. I don't even have to talk about it. Next time, I, next I time you go to a hotel, get a blacklight, and then yeah, you I was know. about to say yeah. you do a little yeah. bit of research and then go to a gas yourself. station, get a blacklight. <laughs> okay, but they're not. Probably you the just same. use hospitality as a reason why they're clean and homely. And there was a uh, there is someone that comes in there on an hourly basis to wipe the toilet down. Oh, okay, well, what I'm saying, Compared if you let me finish, station. is that there was a new organization. When you guys are in a bathroom, what are you thinking of? Taking a shit. No, if no. I need to. But when I'm thi- when I'm in a bathroom, the only thing I'm thinking of is how I'm gonna shave my head. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! And w- when I shave my head, 
I only use the best products. No. So like, no. No, we so don't. what I do is I, I, I reach, I know I, I like I have several different, Gillette, di- you fuck I have it. several different brands. So I have Gillette, Dollar, I have Shave, Dollar Club. Shave Club. I have some other brand. I have like the, Schick. the ones you should, yeah, Schick's a good one. Bic. Uh, Bic, Bic, the two blades. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good for uh, shaving certain areas. <laughs> uh, um, so I like I look and then and then this there's this glowing like stick that has five razors on the front, a lubricating strip and a detail razor on the back. It sounds like a and that's what I use <laughs> and that's what I use to shave my head. Yeah, and when I look and, right and after and after I look down, what do I see? An H. And that H stands for Harry's. And that Harry's is is, is the razor that we all use nope. here at Monday Night Hustlers. Nope. No, we don't to shave all of our different faces and heads. Nope. And I just want to send a shout out to Harry's Razors for sponsoring this podcast. You need to pass Harry's. They're giving us yep. uh, the ability to do what we do. No, nah, you got to pass. Yeah, uh, I don't use it. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take our first. Yeah, you do. You have a Harry's Razor. Don't you use have it. a Harry's Razor. You have a Harry's Razor. I do just I, I don't. Harry's razor. I got a big razor. Uh, so with that being said, uh, Harry's, again, I will keep reiterating, pay us. Uh, we're going to take our real sponsored break, uh, which is Anchor. So shout out Anchor for Anchor, hosting us. Anchor, up those prices. I mean, how much are we getting paid? Penny a listen? Yeah. I still can't believe this guy sold uh, Dollar Shave Book for a billion dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all you need. I'm but, sorry. but no, it's all good. Uh, but, uh, but Anchor, because we started recording our pod on it, sold to Spotify a week later. So I'm. It's us. Appreciate, appreciate yes. us, Anchor. It's us or them. Appreciate us, Anchor. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll see you guys on the side of the break. So, uh, yo, we're back. Back. Back, back at, from our back sponsored Anchor break. Uh, so, we're going to kick it off. So, like we did last week, we chose uh, a couple ingredients for Scott to cook. This upcoming week, next Monday, it's going to be Dan's turn to cook. So, Nick, Scott, and I will be choosing what Dan has to utilize for his meal. So, who wants to start off? Scott gets protein since he cooked today. Okay. Scott, do uh, you want to start off? Yeah, so, you know, we were, we're, we're uh, animal lovers here. Uh, we, we care about the, the environment and conservation, so I want to do something a little more urban friendly. And Daniel, I would really appreciate it if you can get us some, uh, some squirrel meat. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm gonna pay like I'm seventy-six kidding, kidding. dollars. No, 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 uh, make some fucking salmon. We, I'm tired of fucking. Oh, he no, hates no, 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 salmon. No, no, no. He hates oh salmon. My Come God. on, that was the one thing I was like, if he, if I will, I will make salmon. We can't I, make fish. Can't make steak because of gout over here. Uh, chicken whoa, it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you, hey. It's not public. It's not public. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll make salmon, but it's not gonna be for me. Like I'll make a half salmon. I don't want. Salmon. You can make. You can make. You can make a, a seafood dish though. I don't want salmon. I could use shrimp. I could eat a cod. No, don't don't give him a trick. Like, all right, if we eliminate salmon. No, fuck it. Whatever you want to do. You can make, like, a salmon, like, sprinkle salmon on some chicken. Just let it just... Sprinkle some salmon on some chicken. No, no, no. What do you want? What do you want? I I hate salmon. Give me some goddamn shrimp, then. Shrimp? All right, shrimp. shrimp, shrimp, Not fried shrimp. Fresh. All right, shrimp. Shrimp. And it has to be, uh... I'm going to give you... Dan, I'm going to give you spice, and the spice is oregano. Okay. Yeah. Oregano shrimp. We're bringing we're bringing back oregano. Ooh, I, I already have the dish for you. Yeah, uh, we got shrimp. We got oregano. Yeah. Nick plantain is my side. Oh fuck with y'all. Some. Uh, <laughs> you know what you can make? Mofongo. 
Mofongo. Mofongo. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's just like... You make a jambalaya. It's like mashed up. Uh, it's a Puerto Rican dish. It's like mashed up like plantains. You put it yeah, like yeah, a bowl, yeah. and then you put like the shrimp inside of it and then it kind of like, it's like a matzo ball. All right, so you got shrimp, shrimp oregano, and mofongo. No, and I'm talking And mofongo. Give me the job of text me those ingredients. Yeah, I'm going to text those ingredients and we need a response of the menu by Saturday. All right. Shrimp, uh, oregano, and plantain. That was more of a surprise. It's good. Rather than I got to tell you what I'm making. No, no, no. Saturday, so Saturday is when we, so you, it's a surprise until Saturday, and Saturday we announce the menu. So we can prepare digestively. Digestively. <laughs> Are you going to make Wait, wait, thing? wait, do you, do we, because that, that was the original plan, was to announce it on Saturday. Do we I don't want to do oh, that? Yeah, what's the point of that? We don't want to do that? No. All right, fine. I say, just, I just. You just got to, you got to come prepare. I'd rather, I'd rather find out the day of. All right, yeah. okay, let's do that. Yeah, I agree with, I agree with Scott. Yeah, um. So it's shrimp. Oregano. Plantain and oregano. Yeah. Make it happen. I, I mean, gave you, so like, I gave you solid dish. dish. So like that can be like the main dish. Like it could be so, like the entree and then you could have like multiple so sides around it. If I ever opened up a restaurant, it would have been called, or it will be called, concoctions. And this <laughs> yeah. is one. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. it is. You can crowdsource suggestions from your loyal fans on whatever social sites. Ooh, I should have said grits. There should be there should be a, a restaurant, a sure restaurant where you have it's it'd be like a grocery store, and it'd just be high people coming in, and you pick out all the things that you want to mix together, and just That's make that shit for me. Well, uh, make that shit for me. Is the name of the restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> well, once it becomes federally legal, I will do that. Yeah, I mean we're we're gonna become good at cooking, and then so maybe we're challenging we'll, ourselves. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Become right. good. We're already good. I mean, Scott killed today. Yeah, Scott yeah, killed today. But yeah, you got that. We can, happy. we can watch that video. There's a cook, ladies. You can watch. So it. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, uh, had butterfly breaded shrimp from a from a bag. Throw a bag. This oh, oh pre seasoned uh, Costco. It was. So good. It was amazing. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. so like, pre-breaded? Yeah. Like, like pre-breaded, and it was amazing. And you were ripping me for having Costco pre like, chicken? Well, like, oh. I mean, Costco sells this uh, pre-breaded coconut That's shrimp. Different. Butterfly coconut shrimp. It's amazing. Speaking of that, did you ever eat the seven-day-old pre-seasoned chicken that was in the fridge, or did you just No, we tossed it. it. Yeah, we tossed it. I always have such high ambitions for food safety. I know, man. But well, then, oh, I thought you meant for food. Like, I go to the grocery food, store yeah. and buy a lot of food. Like, I, I, you cook, I'm you trying to cook bacteria. more. Huh? So you cook it, you kill all the bacteria. No, but like, if you smell like stank on, so like, Ashley has a bad habit of like, <laughs> like, like leaving food in her fridge. Like, I literally have to go into there every couple of weeks and like, remove all of the expired items. I smelled a piece of uh, roast beef, like freshly sliced deli roast beef yesterday. Oh my god. That might be and it was like a week and a half old and it, it just smelled like complete like dead people. And I had to throw it out. <laughs> it was like, it's just like, it's, it's so hard to like preserve your food. You have to eat it right away. Like yeah. one of my things that I want to do in life is be able to like use the food that I buy. Like on your notes, Scott. Like, you know, the fact that you have this big ambition going to the grocery store. I bought store. a bunch of, I bought $90 yeah. worth of groceries and then like only cook $60. $30, 30 of that will be cooked. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I would like uh, so since I'm gonna cook this uh, shrimp whatever. I would like it if someone can find 
if one of you three can find some cotton candy grapes. I can find that. I can find a grapple. I want the cotton candy grapes. That just so like, we can talk about it next week. That sounds like a strain of wheat. Um, it does. It Wait. isn't. It's a grape. But it's a cotton candy. Where do you, where do we, where do you even get that at? Usually, like a, like a jewel or like a, or Mariano's just call it seasonally. The problem is it's probably like a seasonal thing. So what they do is they take grapes and they inject flavor into it. When I first, when I first discovered this, it was when I was working at Butera and they had these things called grapples. I'm like, ah, cool, grapples. And they were packaged in a four pack plastic kind of container. You bite into it. It's an apple, but it tastes like a grape because they inject grape juice into this apple. Completely synthetic. And you, no, you take a bite they of it. Mu- they not mutated, but they be genetically modify modify by injecting flavoring into the it. plant, the seed. That's how many things made. That's how bananas are as large as they are now. Normally, bananas are those little small bananas. Question, yeah, I got the, I got I got I got organic bananas last time. They were much smaller, and I felt really bad because I paid ten cents extra per pound for a much smaller <laughs> banana. I, I hate it. I, hate I, it. I have two questions. Uh, one, would you ever, I don't know the term for this, but genetically modify the birth of your child? Yeah, I had a conversation about this. No. CRISPR? No. Like, hey, I want a boy, let's make sure it's a boy. Or like that it doesn't have any diseases. Or like birth defects. So, so I would? Using your semen and the loved one's egg, mix it together until it's a boy. Would you do that? Uh, oh, you don't mean do like, like pay for it? Of course, yeah. There's nothing in life that's free. How much do I have to pay for it? Having babies is free. A couple thousand uh, dollars. You had to take her on a date, probably, or buy her a drink. No, that that, that that's like the scary thing where like ethics come into. Yeah, like, I was about uh, to say. I mean, ethics aside, I would totally of do course, that yeah. for my kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, there's certainly things I would leave out. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, this kid has to be, you know, have 120 IQ or this kid needs this or that. I would just make sure he didn't have any life threatening diseases, didn't have uh, a bum heart, you know, uh, didn't have predisposition to addiction or something like that. But then I would want to leave some things up to chance. Uh, but like Nick said, ethics wise, once you open that door, you're never closing it again. And it's it's like one of those things. The um, who there was a intellectual that talked about it kind of recently. When you talk about like, obviously that service is going to be really expensive when it first comes out. So it's mostly going to be available to rich people, and then increase that now? increase that wealth gap between. Can you do it now? Yeah. You can't. So like that's one of the biggest fears I think any parent has is like is my is my child going to come out ten fingers ten toes? Yeah. Right? Or like or like some like premature birth or. Some kind of like Down mental syndrome. condition or like whatever. Like parents like, just, just yeah, you don't want like you you like it's not a feel like you'll love every kid that's gonna come out of you, obviously, but like you don't wanna have to be born into that. Um but like like you know, like Scott said is it's gonna be available at some point and people that can afford it are gonna take advantage of it and then all of a sudden this that generation like, is going to be yeah. even further ahead of the generation of the kids that couldn't afford it. So the know? rich white guys are going to have much rich, whiter kids that have no birth defects. Yeah. Um, so so, so you're saying it's a social issue where those kids are going to keep social, having... That's what the ethic is. So, sure. so if you can do that, and, you, and you'd want to do that, say aye. I just want my kid to play the violin. Say aye. Aye. You'd do it? Well... Uh, 
Uh, okay, so I mean, like I said, ethics ethics aside, I do. No, how about let's ethics let's not remove any of our ethics. Okay, then no, I wouldn't no, do yeah, it. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I would think about it. It just depends, like. So okay, let's say boom, you're gonna have a baby. Does my I'm baby doc- mama? I'm your doctor. Does hey, my baby mama want it? Hey, too. I'm your doctor. Hey, hey, I'm your doctor. She's, she's hey, open. Listen, I'm your doctor. Hey, I can I can make sure your kid's not a. Uh, not you know doesn't have any illnesses. No, 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 no. He's gonna be a, he's not, gonna be a great basketball player. You want to do it? Not not illness. He's not a great basketball player. But like you want a boy, I can make sure it's a boy. Would no, you do it? No. Would you select just for gender, hair no. color, no, and eye color, gender, and shit. No. I mean, not gender. Wouldn't do that face. Okay. And I wouldn't do okay, the hair okay, color, okay, and okay, eye color. So everyone's so everyone, not gonna look like ever, everyone's in day here. The next question is: Is if you have a baby or get like organically organic baby, naturally. Would you want to know the gender of it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, as soon as I can before, as soon before as, it's born, as soon as I'm no, able to tell the gender, I want to know the gender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no? I, uh, my older brother for his two kids didn't do that, and that's always been a thing of. Do they have a gender reveal? No, if they, if, no. If they didn't know before the baby was born, then why yeah, my brother didn't reveal? know. The well, someone else can also they like have the whole party. Yeah, but they the didn't know till after the baby was born. Yeah, they knew. They found out oh, the really? baby. Yeah, the, when the baby came out, when the doctor told. Oh, us that's interesting. Yeah, What's the point of that? Yeah, the surprise, the intrigue that comes into having a child. Well, what about the planning? Buy neutral colored clothes. Does it matter? Yeah. Or, hey, girls, girls don't like blue. Too. My baby's gonna be neutral, general, general. Well, there you neutral. go. Did you know that pink was actually a guy's color up until like the nineteen tw- late nineteen twenties? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeas or nays. <laughs> Um, but I want to know the gender, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. You put me on the spot. You do me. You said, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking about it more now. Mm. But like, like when with Scott, when you said that your brother. So hey, waited, wait, guess what? For the guess what? Actually, he's pregnant today, right now. Do you want to know if it's a baby? Congratulations. Congratulations. Do you want to know if it's a boy or girl? You guys are welcoming an amazing person into this world. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I don't know, man. I honestly do not know. Uh, I. I don't know why you're like. I think. I think I would. I think I would want to know the gender, but I think I think there's a novelty of not knowing it. It's like oh yeah, I think it's novelty. There's a scientific proof that you know it. So there's no logical reason why you wouldn't want to know the the gender of the baby before it's born, Uh but there's a novelty to it. So like oh, we found out on the day of, as opposed to. Hey, I planned out. I didn't spend a shit ton of money on blue stuff. I got, you know, neutral stuff. I think the logical reason is that it creates it creates more excitement and joy for the I think it's a process. I think it's a novelty piece of it. So, like, hey, I get to find out. I, I got to find out on the day of the birth. Um, and it's cool, but there's no logical reason for that. If you can, If you're able to tell beforehand... Mm-hmm. Then I mean that's more logical. Well, but, so, but what is it, what logic is involved in knowing the sex of the baby? Uh, planning. What planning just, is required? Well, yeah, for well, the well, like just whatever, girl. like uh, name whatever, whatever planning you have to do, like hey, if, if, if mental three, preparation. If three, if three months into it, you're able to say, "Hey, this is the sex of the baby." Mm-hmm. You get to do certain things in 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 the muse of that. In All right, so I'm having a that. girl. I'm putting padlocks on her bedroom and she yeah. can't go out till she's like 40? You're not going to do that. And there you go. 
Yeah. And if you're having a boy, you're aborting you it. So you're gonna. I'm not aborting a boy. <laughs> that was extreme. No, he's free running. I'm just saying, if you're having a boy, you're aborting that, it. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. I, that's that's like no way. I'm just saying, but like that's you're that is like, what. It was really cute. But there are people out there like, I want to have a boy, or I want to have a girl. And then they have the opposite, like... So, like, I appreciate the, like, surprise of it on the birth date of the baby, but, like, there's no logical reason why you wouldn't accept the knowledge of it beforehand. In any other situation, wouldn't you want to know of something when it was made available to you? Yes. Yeah. I'm just pushing back on the sense that you said there's no logical... There's a... You said there's no logical reason to not know, and I said, what is the yeah. logical reason to know, other than figuring out what color clothes to get? Knowing you can knowing, mentally, mentally planning, plan, prepare, man, yeah. mentally prepare for it. Um, uh, there's more reasons to know than there is to not know. And you've given me zero. I just I told you three. So mentally prepare. <laughs> mentally prepare is not it. No one is mentally well, that, prepared. Well, that's as an a kid, opinion. Period. That's an opinion. What, so, what like, is mentally, mentally, mentally prepared for girls as opposed to boys? To know to wipe from front to back as opposed we, to back to front? Buy different books. How, yeah, buy different books or, like, buy different clothes. What what whatever books, it is. What, anyway, there's general, gender-specific books for girls and boys? Of course, like... So how, there's a social construct. Didn't how, you know that? Yeah. How, how do, you know, wipe, wipe a girl's butt versus a guy's butt or a boy's butt? Um, th- there's more reasons to know... It's all back to front beforehand. I, I do. Front no, to it's back. front to back. That's exactly why it doesn't matter. Boom! Answered your question. You don't even know your gender. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think there's enough reason to have to do it, but if it's made available to you, why not know that information beforehand? Because it adds to the excitement of right. the pregnancy. Right. I mean, yeah, if that, someone say, what if what if you were what ancillary. if there's already okay, well, what enough excitement to have a happening? What if what if you're a person that doesn't like surprises, but someone wants to throw you a surprise birthday party, and for your benefit, so you can mentally prepare yourself for the surprise, uh, your surprise needs to get ruined, but it takes away from the novelty of Ashley wanting to throw that surprise for you. Yes. What are you trying to say with that? I don't like surprises, anything. So. Well. That you just answered my question. You just you use I use the excuses that you said it was no. There was no reason to know. Not no, I didn't. Matter. I didn't say that. You're putting words Ooh, in my mouth. I'm gonna. I'm I said. Gonna be oh, you said there's okay. So you said there's more. There's more reasons there's, there's to know. Logic, to no, not lot logical reasons. Okay. To know information that is made available to you at the time it's made available to you. So like. If I know, and you said one of those reasons was today, to mentally prepare yourself. If I know today that I'm going to make $100 in an hour, or whatever it is, then I don't need to work to make another $100 if I know it's going to happen in an hour. This is part of life, though. Yeah, no, like, not, that's why I say it's a novelty thing. Can I just say, whoever created Dallas Airport uh, should be fired, whatever architect that was. Why? DFW, because they have these, like... It's like these like little circular pods, heart monitors, pods of, of terminals, and it just makes zero sense. Is that the one with the train all around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, the art for some reason I've, I've flown into Dallas Fort Worth like way too many times. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. last year. So whoever the architect of that airport, they should be thrown in jail. All right, we can do that. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> we can do Create that. a petition. Yeah, um, petitions. Okay, uh, so Nick, what was what's your final verdict? Do you want another gender or not? Uh, I do not want another gender. After that fucking so easily persuaded, yeah. Oh shit! 
I guarantee you. I was just, I was just, I was just like considering the point that hey, if in any other situation information was made available to me at the time, why would I wait another four months to learn that information? You just let Scott and Dan bully you into. No, I mean, yeah, whatever it is, I you get like, sold. It doesn't make logical sense, but like, not everything needs to make logical sense. Yeah. Like, love isn't logical. Fucking doing things in your life isn't logical. So there's, there's nothing having kids in itself is not logical. Right, yeah. It puts a woman's life at risk, financial instability, right, I mean, exactly. responsibility. It's not, it, exactly. It's not logical. Sorry, exactly, it's Scott. It's not logical. That makes a lot of sense. So, like, I, for the novelty of it, novelty is the wrong word for it, but, like, the excitement of, and, like, the surprise of it, I would wait. I think it would be more fun as you're having a kid yes. to learn about that it that shit only birth. happens eight times in your no. life eight times you have any kids that's what I want to know. oh shit really sorry Rachel I can do four I can do four Rachel's down for it <laughs> I just I, I probably would talk to her that's cause Daniel talk plans to, on retiring talk on a to her farm after and he's fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. he's fucking who's gonna plow the fields yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grow my own food there you go. Yeah, exactly. Plan for that end of the world. Uh, what, what are we watching here on YouTube? Because I don't um, know. Airport stuff doesn't matter. But I. Uh, uh, Scott, yeah, where are you, you going with that? Where, where Where are you going? Or Scott, what's your opinion? I mean, he, he shared it. Yeah, he shared it pretty clearly. Yeah, I don't want to know. You don't want to know no. at all. What about What about What about a year after your child is born? Do you still want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I don't know. It's yeah. gonna be a surprise when she won. Yeah, we're, like we're wrapped in a towel the entire the entire time. Ollie. what? Do I want to know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm full, fully. I will want to know as soon as I can know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to like be. Uh, no, you're not gonna gender me like specific, but I feel like women want to know more than men because women like to prepare more than men. Oh. Of course, yeah. Like the decision's not going to be up to you, and also because that human being is growing inside of them. Nobody. It's a mutual decision. Yeah. Well, the gender of your baby. Yeah, the gender reveal. Like when, when, like, uh, uh. like when you're at the doctor, both of the people that are part of that birth have to agree. I, yeah. I think I, the woman. So like, I, the have, woman has more soft, say in that for sure. No, I no, I don't think yeah. so. I have yeah. a soft opinion on that, so I will. I will go Wrong. with whatever, whatever. I think I think maybe, maybe uh, point. It's it's just it, I, I said it was a soft opinion. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind feeling that surprise of like oh my god it's what it is, but then I'll have to fucking paint the shit out of my nursery and like fucking buy a new house. You and have to paint the shit out of your nursery. Buy her a new Tesla. <laughs> like it has to be a different color. So where are you going with those questions, Daniel? Nowhere. Oh okay. Just like, like I always love an opinion that goes nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Side note. I just I just wanted to get your opinions. Uh, Nick, Nick got I'm having a baby. No, no. Oh, <laughs> Nick, Nick got absolutely putting a pretzel, and he's just like, yeah, uh, I don't want to know anymore. I don't know. I'm just I'm I have I have a soft opinion on it. No, you know, Nick, you know, Nick, Nick definitely. Nick's Nick's Nick. What do you guys, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about having a baby before marriage? Uh, uh I do not I do not want that. Yeah, I mean the whole. If, if there was How long people, have I been dating the girl? And if you had in serious, and if we agreed on it, like it's got to be mutual again. Wait, if you agree on having a baby before you get married, that's a different situation. Well, I think it's a different situation between having a girl within like the first couple months of dating, or having a girl, having a baby 
between the first couple months of dating to a couple of years, but let's say, cool let's say you've been dating a couple of years and maybe four black tattooed on their I mean, have we planned this? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna. I mean, you're I mean, because if it's planned, then it's okay. I mean, no, I just, I, and you do not, I, for me, it's just that, uh, I mean, if you were planning on marrying this person, um, like, you guys were that serious, then I, I can't see a huge problem with it. But then why um, wouldn't you just do the marriage first? Exactly. I mean, I'm all about, you know, I know people, a lot of people, uh, was it you that brought that up? Uh, who said that? Patri- oh, Wally said patriotism. There was a poll that was done or, or that was backed by NBC and who Wall, Wall Street. Street. That said, millennials and Gen Z, uh, that patriotism patriotism is down seven percent, nine percent, nine percent. Lack of religion in life is up. What? Up, down. Lack. Uh, or so uh, having religion. Religion is, is down. 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 And then, that's not surprising at all. What was up? Was there something that was up? Uh, working hard. Working hard. Yeah. So is um, up. these up. are the same type of people that I think would 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 think that. Uh, Oh god damn it! Where was I going with this? Why did I bring that pull up? Patriotism. Um, uh, no, but the whole feeling like America get the fuck out. No, no, no. The line <laughs> of thinking. Oh, so the marriage thing. So a lot of people think that marriage is kind of an old institution, and that people are kind of getting our culture getting away from that. But I still think there's a lot of value in having that union of uh, the the mother and father kind of raising that child. So um, I'm definitely on the side of. Getting married before you have a kid, just because their success is, their outcome, their success outcome <laughs> I'm is higher. A, I'm on that side. I'm just against the side of spending exorbitant amounts of money. grand to get married. Yeah, like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Yeah, you tell that to Ashley. Well, um, you know, <laughs> so like you don't I'm have to. Ashley, do I'm not saying you want to grand. Nick wrong. But uh, the flowers, the events, very the people, the. Like, no matter, like, the anti-wanting to spend money, like, like, your version of not spending money on a wedding is, is way fun. different than Ash's version of 12, not spending $1,200? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking 50 bucks. Like, like, you know, yeah. like, How much is the certificate? Alright, $70. Yeah. Like, $70 plus a barbecue? Alright, let's go. Just came going. from my bachelor party. Exactly. No, but I... I I'm actually on the on the uh, more spending side of things where I want to have like a nice wedding with all my friends and like big ass party. Bottle like I want it to be table. yeah yeah I want I want it to be like Student an awesome ass event. Yeah. So that at least that at least the next question is you always envision like all right let's say you want to get married let's say you want to spend a little dough. Yeah. Are you going to wait until you can spend that yeah. dough? Yep. Or are you going to get married because that, you that's a, get married? That, that's a big big kind of thing I'm thinking about because I definitely want to be in a position where I can spend some money on yeah. a wedding and it's not like like I don't make this public but uh, I get married today if money wasn't an issue but like the thing I want to spend some money I want to be comfortable in my own finances I want to be in a position where I can start a family I want all this stuff like not not to say that that's gonna limit me from doing. It. I'm still gonna do it anyway. But like I want to like give it some time so I can throw a nice wedding for all of my friends and family. Uh, be able to start a family comfortably without having to worry about all the stresses that are part of what it is and stuff like that. You know. Nick, Nick's a groomzilla. Uh, no, 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 I I agree. He is a groomzilla. 
uh, and he will be. Yeah. Uh, the funny part is, is that I feel like everyone besides a lucky two percent of people uh, get to experience the comfort of having enough money to raise a kid. Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. And like, this is all. It's all. It's all foreign to all of us. Like, we don't know. Yeah. Like, like the weddings that we've gone to, like. All of the close friends we've gone to, it was a great party. I don't know if that set them back years before, like, the fact that they spent $50,000 on a wedding set them back years and they couldn't buy a house and, like, they were struggling and all this stuff, but people do this. Like, I, I want to be in a position where I can do this comfortably and not have to worry about that kind of stuff. Understandable. I mean, I don't know if it's a guy thing. Like, I feel like all guys want to be able to be, like... It might be, like, a, a fault of, of, like, men that they want to be in a position before they make that step. Like, I don't think women care about that as much as we think they do. How about, Scott, well, what you, what, what's your opinion? On what kind of wedding I want? I want? Let's say you're going to get married. Like, are you going to wait till you can afford the wedding that you think? Like, let's, like, obviously, our, I'm asking to... Uh, Technically single guys. Technically, I'm very technically single. <laughs> technically, um, it's, it's a fact. I'm trying to make it sound good. <laughs> it's a fact. fact. Uh, but, like, let's say you meet the girl. Uh-huh. You love her. and I Six really, months in, you know she's the one. I, and and you're but, not but, but at the same time, I really, really, really hope you spend a couple years with her before you marry her. Yeah, I mean, my idea is my older brother regretted not doing this, and he talked about doing it, um, and I think they agreed on to have a little bit. They didn't have an extravagant wedding, but they had the standard wedding in a, uh, you know, a banquet hall with good food, good time, a decent amount of people. How much um, did they spend? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't ask. Um, but he said he, he wished he would have just, you know, taken out like a $10,000 loan and rented out a restaurant, uh, a nice restaurant, closed the restaurant, and just had the bar... And the restaurant for you know thirty close people or forty yeah. close people to the family, as opposed to having a larger wedding um, at a big venue like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm more of that vein. I would like to be able to do that. Certainly, I mean, obviously, I'm uh, I could probably be or would be convinced into having oh, a wedding. Um, dead air, dead air, dead air. I'm like there. <laughs> Honestly, like. That decision just gonna have to come down between me and the one. What is he gonna want? <laughs> <laughs> or she? Come on, hey. hey. Uh, whatever. Um, I'm. Uh... So my 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 like Dan, you're you're like six months out from having a wedding. So why don't you tell? <laughs> us, why don't you tell us what you plan on doing? Um, am I? Uh... I'm going to use my words wisely here. Use your words wisely, because um, I'm about to use them unwisely in a second. If it was my decision, I'd have a location-based wedding, because the... So, 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 let me hear you, let me give you my two-part story. I won't be there. Let me give you my two-part story. One location, or destination is... Less people, mm. because obviously no one wants to spend that kind of money, and you get to do it at usually an amazing place or the place for you cheaper, want to do yeah. it, uh, possibly for cheaper. 
but two, uh, I was at the Polish reunion of my, like, our mom's Dombrowa town. Polska, yeah. Yeah, like, this Dombrowa party. Like, all these people from one little town in Poland... So 80% of the people from yeah. that town in Poland live in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> have a party once a year. And it's literally, like, half the population of the town. Yeah. Like, I'm over-exaggerating. But, like, literally, like, there are... Uh, a huge swath of the yeah. town. 200 so. people at the basement of a church. Uh, part, like... Drink like uh, this is a sin because they're 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 just like drinking like animals and it's like this big fun it's a it's a fundraiser right it's a fundraiser for the kids in the pole in a little town all this bullshit right bullshit. oh time out oh ambulance air brake for all time's sakes gotta get the ambulance in the background uh but hell yeah there's all these like people from this one town at this event and uh. I was sitting down, and our uncle, a very distant uncle, in a way, yeah. but we stood up at his son's wedding. Oh, uh... uh for, for, like, I don't even know why, but anyways, we stood up at his wedding, it was an experience, uh, one, just a wedding experience, but two, for me, a different experience, because my bride, bridesmaid was... Bridezilla. Uh, she was psychopathic and fell in love with me <laughs> within yeah. three hours. Um, anyways, um, got some competition, Rachel. <laughs> no, really no competition. Not. I'm kidding. Yeah. That's a, that was a joke. But what am I trying to say here? What oh, so my, my uncle comes up to me and he, he's like, Hey man, I want to talk to you. And I'm just like, okay, I sure. Like, you said that. <laughs> like, like he like comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, I want to talk to you about your cousins. And, like, our close cousins, which, like, we barely hang out with just because, like, they're always doing their own shit. They're like, hey, man, he got married or they're getting married, like, because both of them got married and both of them had, like, very small weddings, like, at a restaurant, like, literally said, no, you're not invited. Yeah. Because it's, like, my my wife's family, my close family, and, like, we're, we are, like, family, like, my mom's brother's kid, like like that's yeah. a, that's as close as cousin you can get, right? Yeah. Not invited. Did we go to that? We didn't go to that. No. Well, well you wouldn't have shown up anyways. Cause Nick hates <laughs> our family. I Nick just, literally I just, hates our family. No, I don't. I just don't show up to events. Yeah. Nick hates our family. <laughs> he hates our family. Uh, but no, we make that public. <laughs> Newsflash. But uh, he doesn't hate our family. He just Shots he's always family. busy. Uh, so, so what he's saying is like, you need to throw a big wedding. No, no, no. He's like, hey, man, like, your cousin, like, there's two of them. There's two dudes. They both had weddings. They both, like, very, like, secretly had weddings and didn't invite family. And he was just, like, drilling down on me of, like, you get married once in your lifetime. You don't invite your family. Like, this is, like, life is about celebration. Yeah. And you are like here, and you're getting like you are making the largest decision of your life of getting married to this other person, and you're not going to have a wedding to invite us. Like, and he was like really like pissed. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he didn't get invited to these weddings because he's like, you're my family. You're getting married. Like, you're making the biggest decision of your life. And, like, I'm not a part of it. And that's what, like, makes me, like, ah, oh, shit, I'm not going to invite. That's one of the reasons I want to have a big Polish wedding is, like, to have all of the, like, this is a but big then, deal. But then, but then that leads to, like, I got to invite him. I got to invite them. I got to invite these people. And then you just start multiplying it by your family and you multiply it by other family. Like, you can have a 300 person wedding like that. Well, that, and that's. Plus I mean, ones, like, you just double, like, doubling that. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, so I appreciate the sentiment about having a large wedding, wanting to celebrate, getting everybody together. Um, your uncle had the point about it. I don't, you know, hopefully, it only happens once in you find the one, and it only happens once in your lifetime. It does only happen once. Um, but at the same time, then, then you're throwing the party, like, in this case, say you were, you know, between the two of you, you only made $100,000 a year, $150,000 a year, and having a $70,000 wedding is going to burn a huge hole in your pocket and affect yeah. your future. You are then having a wedding for other people as opposed to yourself. Right. So that's kind of where I, I look at it that way, but I do appreciate the sentiment. Certain cultures definitely do put a lot of emphasis on celebration um, and, and kind of, uh, you know, monumental... Um, uh, achievements, whether they be you know uh, personal or uh, financial or career-wise, um, are celebrated differently in different cultures. So I can certainly understand like Italians are big on weddings. I know Polish and Eastern European people are big on weddings. Certain Asian cultures are big on weddings. I know Mexicans are big on weddings. I mean, geez, I had a Scott. The whole world's big on weddings. I had yeah, weddings are weddings are an amazing like like the birth of a child. Well, perfect example. Mexicans spend $15,000 for the There are, there are three 15. events in your life. You get born, you have you get married with someone else to live your life with for the rest of the for the rest of your life, and then you die. Like celebrate those three things. Oh, well, or you could be Larry King experience. and get married seven times. Well, don't do that. <laughs> You'll save a lot of money if you don't do that. Nah, yeah. But that's more more fun, more parties. No. I completely agree, and I, uh, like, I'm in that stage, like, obviously I love Rachel, obviously there might be a decision one day, and obviously, I'm, I've thought about it and think about it. <coughs> Sorry. Bless you. Bless Thank you. you. Double time. Um, but that's why I asked those questions. It's just interesting to hear other people's thoughts, especially on the, like, against marriage, for marriage. I think everyone here is on the same page, at least. So, Dan, are you trying to make that decision now, or what? Uh, There's no decision to be made, man. Like, Dan, come on. It's about, it's a matter of one, not. That's the decision. Um, then if you said you're getting married tomorrow, I'd be like, hey, where are we doing it? How are we going to do it? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we're going to do it. Like, I, I just don't want to be that piece of shit. Like, hey, you want to marry me? Oh, by the way, I uh, barely make a living. Yeah. Uh, FYI, you're going Dan, to school. I, Dan, I know Rachel. She's no, just not going to say no, that. No, yeah. She's going to make fucking a fire out of some dry grass and fucking make that bitch flame like a motherfucker. Alright, let's have this wedding on a field of dry, gla- dry grass and we'll have a fire. And everyone <laughs> burns alive. Yeah, let's do it. I'm not worried about that. That's for sure. I know. 
But it's like, it's like you're always seeing in your head, like, when's the perfect time, when's the perfect time, when's the perfect time, when's the perfect time. And that's why I like talking about the kids, like, what's the perfect kid, what's the perfect kid. There is no fucking, like, like you can make all of our decisions in your life. You can, prepare, have, you can prepare as much as you want. Prepare, make the right decisions in your life, set yourself financially fucking set or broke your shit, and, like, everyone, like, uh Everyone always says, like, oh, like, to my mom, like, you did so well with your kids just because we're, like, trying to do something. Mm-hmm. But yet alone, they don't see that we're overweight and, like, broke as shit. Tens of thousands of dollars in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, trying to, trying to make it. No, but, but like, my, my, see it you're doing that you're doing this in spite of all that. That's the yeah, thing. Is yeah, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I that's more of a testament to your characters that you guys believe in yourselves and your idea and your work ethic and everything else enough to be willing to take those risks. I mean, granted, obviously you guys had to get you know enough ducks in a row to kind of make this thing feasible from from, from the beginning. I every day to get you're making those decisions every day to make sure it's every feasible. time. Every time I talk to my mom, I'm like, "Did you guys make money yet? <laughs> you guys yeah. make money yet? You guys got more customers? Like, mom, it's gonna take some time. Yeah, they're like, playing a so long game. Like, I, I gotta retire in like five years. You guys, you guys got money yet? You guys gonna make money yet? How much money are you guys making now? Like, Don't worry about it, mom. We got it. It's like, honestly, we need to fucking go to this company before mom. Before? Like, like, she needs to retire in like the next three years. Max. How many hours does she work a week now? Too many. I mean, she's 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 still like working 40, a full time job. Plus, yeah. I mean, like it's like I don't want to say it's easy work, but it, like she's enjoying it with certain clients. But like, no, the thing the thing I love about mom is that she has at least positioned herself to make enough money to get by, save enough money for the things she kind of wants. She wants a lot of shit. Like if if she had a disposable income. There'd be Amazon packages coming nonstop. Like we had to have tamed our mom. Yeah, we, we, we had tamed her. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but she's comfortable. She takes like we've pushed her to take. Like she now has taken two vacations this year. Like she's, she's taking one. Israel, she's going to Israel next month. She's taking one. She's taking another. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was October. Oh, it's October. Next yeah. Month. So she's she's on her second vacation this year. Like we're pushing her to do that. Like. Hey, mom, you don't need to be like rich to go to yeah, travel. And like, do like don't spend you need fifteen hundred dollars. Like, save up some money. Cause my mom's like, like mom's good at storing cash. <laughs> like Polish, uh, lift the couch cushion. She has two thousand dollars. I don't know where. Like, oh, you need my, that? Oh, okay, here you go. Was. Like, you know, like she's like that kind of Polish. She always wants to spend like ten grand on like a new kitchen. I'm like, do you really want to do that? Or do you want to take like five vacations? Yeah, and now now we're trying to push her to the vacation, but like, hey, like we can we can do this later and take a vacation because, you know, she's getting her sixties like, and she's very active like she t- she killed in her dance class. Yeah, right? yeah. and I've never seen her be like so dedicated as someone else. Like, I'm all for that, but like, we're we're both like pushing like, go somewhere, leave. Mm. God, I want to go visit Poland. Go like, what is stopping you? Like like. Our mom's a single mom, and she's always been a single mom. She's had a husband, like, for a little bit. Um, 
but she like, wants someone. She, to she wants her. someone. She yeah. She wants someone to live her life with, and like that saddens me so much. And I literally tear up like talking about it. But you know, she, she's she is still in a position to live like an awesome life. Yeah. I just you know like I want to be in a position to to give her that. <laughs> but she's a hard ass at the same time. Yeah. She's like oh. Like, when are you making fucking money? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, my mom's finally starting to take vacations too. I mean, the past couple of years she's been, um, and granted she's she hasn't gone anywhere. Well, she has gone to uh, Hawaii. She's going there again. Um, one of them have been sponsored by her sister because her sister um, awesome. um, has a little bit more disposable cash. So she she unfortunately lost her husband at an early age, and she was significantly younger than her husband. So. Like, unfortunately, like your mom, she's in this spot now where she feels like she's kind of unwanted as a yeah. woman, wants to still do things together with people, so she relies on her sisters a lot more, and it's, it is it is sad to... It's hard being a, a single person in your 60s. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, had a, I had a work mom before. <clears throat> her name was Sandy. Sandy's awesome. She's amazing. I still go to her every Christmas to have her wrap my gifts. Uh-huh. And, uh... I, I met her like a couple years before retirement and she started like getting towards that retirement she actually officially retired now but like I was like you need to go on vacations I'm like you need, you need to go do something and she like kept I don't have enough money my husband doesn't want to go um, but her her sister which was somewhat financially well off her uh, her husband died and then she like obviously got depressed and sad and depressed and sad, but also like uh money like money toward like towards her that like she didn't care about. Like she was already financially set. Mm-hmm. So she her her sister was like, Oh, I, I I always wanted to go to Italy, like and take this like boutique uh vacation. It's like ten grand. But it takes you to, like, five different places in Italy or, like, in boutique uh, hotels. And they, like, served you five-course meals, like, every day. I'm like, fucking go! And then, like, one day, uh, obviously, after her sister's husband died, she's just like, I'm going to Italy. I'm buying you a ticket. Like, we're just going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, worried about calling off work. I'm like, shut the fuck up and go, like... Fuck this shit! Like go, 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 and she went, and then literally uh, like spiraled into like, oh, I'm going to this vacation. I'm going to that vacation. She met some like cook from the Hamptons, like obviously that are they cook for like some very well off people. But on her spare time, she travels to Italy so she can figure out recipes for the family. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And they like went on this like uh, adventure, like. Adventure yeah. excursion excursion to like some chef in the country of Italy, like in in Bufu nowhere, where there's like wine fields and they're like preparing food and they're like teaching how to cook all this stuff and it's like and that lady was like yeah I do this like every six months yeah like on the regular and okay. in between there's some vacation because the family goes to some other on their yacht for several months is they'd have to cook. Can we talk about how important it is to take care of your moms as a, as a, as a, as a son? Like, as a grown, like, a son and your son, daughter, age. Yeah, like, 
take care of your mom that's supported you your life. That's I mean, that's, take care of your important. parents in general. I mean, parents, mom and dad, whatever. The dad always is. gets the shit of the 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 rental litter, like. In, well, I, don't, in, I, I never had dad, so fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like, it's, it's something that's always on my mind, like, that, you know, whatever we do, we're doing it for someone, and, you know, it's, it's important to take care of the people that take care of you, to build who you were, essentially. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm bored, like, especially with, you know, if five years from now, I'm still single, and my parents are getting into their later years and need, you know... Um, round the clock care need someone to be at the house I'm in the mindset I'm you know moving out of my place yeah. and moving into my parents house and getting a second job if it needs you know is required in order to make ends meet so they can have the medications or whatever kind of care they need um, so Perfect. for me that's never yeah that's never yeah, I work in a nursing home um, and I see firsthand the effect that has on those people not having families not having people to take care of them and just kind of being forgotten about uh, it's one of my kind of big gripes about our culture and countries that we, uh, the elderly are seen as throwaway people. Yeah, that's like the often. thing that's like in like European, like and I think you you're kind of falling into like the the European kind of uh, version of culture of like taking care of your elders. Like Polish people do not leave their house until they get married. We're like different outside of that. Outside of Dan, like living a little bit at home, but like we don't leave until we get married, and then we take care of our families. We bring our families in. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's I think is super important. Most because, cultures do do it. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly. majority, that's like yeah. the tribal cultures. Like you take care of your family. Mm-hmm. That's super important. Like yeah. there's no way my mom is ever going into nursing home. Oh God, no! Yeah, never. So I said after like my first hand experience of, I mean, if you needed to reinforce uh, that that uh, that idea for yourself, you get like. Come, come to my job one day. And yeah, you exactly. Place, yeah, no. Um, yeah, you'd just be mortified. So. Was there anything else on the docket for the day, Wally? Um, that was that was a good talk. I don't know. Did Scott, did you have a science segment? Uh, the only science segment I wanted to talk about uh, real quick today, um, because... You had a good one last week. You should be yeah, on that. Uh, so so I, I surveyed some of the audience that listened to it. <laughs> Thirteen facts was too many facts. Like we, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, three facts in, like that was good. You can see on the YouTube's or BuzzFeed yeah. articles, it's always top five. <laughs> top yeah, yeah. Five. Um, so this one, uh, it was in the news recently. I have two friends that do it all the time, and others that do it regularly um, or often heroin? enough. Drugs? <laughs> yeah, heroin. I uh, know so many heroin addicts. <laughs> no, uh, so the first person in the United States to be attributed to uh, vaping or using an e-cigarette um, died in Illinois this past week. And uh, they're thinking it's attributed to a strange disease that they haven't identified yet. Um, and actually the authorities that are responsible for investigating the death have actually uh, asked the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, to get involved in the investigation because they have more resources and more knowledge about some of these right. kind of outlandish or unrecognizable d- diseases. Um, did you hear about it? And has it I given you any it? second thought? Or yeah, it did give me second thoughts, and then I read a little bit more into it, and it was, like, from what I heard, it was... People that were vaping 
specifically THC type stuff that was not like cleared like by like the nicotine standard. So it was like the people that were smoking like the weed pens. So they were smoking uh, crack their vape. No, they're like smoking like the weed pens with like weed pens that they bought on the street. And like there was yeah, weird I heard like shit the one guy it. that this guy that passed away had been smoking for like ten years, yeah. like uh, cartridges a day. So yeah, I mean, I definitely see a problem with that. I mean, if like yes, yeah, so like the nicotine, like obviously it's not safe. We can one hundred percent agree it's safer to not inhale vape nicotine than it is to inhale vape nicotine. Yeah. So like that's obviously an issue, but I don't think it's causing deathly uh, or like fatal issues as what we're seeing in the news where those people probably got a cartridge from someone like a like a weed cartridge or like a THC cartridge was va- were vaping it and there was something else in it that wasn't like yeah you know like people are filling like literally filling that stuff up with whatever like oils or whatever they have or a perfect example is, is if you know you know legal weed it has to be I'm sure there's inspectors, like if you have, you know, a cannabis farm, you have to have inspectors to come to make sure that you have everything in order, the proper right. working conditions, uh, that it's not being sprayed with anything, uh, you know, there's no chemical news on it. So I, it's very possible that that strain of weed or something like that, a bad batch with, uh, you know, uh, a uh, cannabis plant that had some type of spore disease that was on it, right. it was actually cultivated and then used. Well, Lee, what do you think? Do they even have people who... Like inspect these farms? Are they just like what? I mean, it's your, your classic. It's an like, industry. Uh, everything has. Simi Valley grows or just like smoking. The sooner the they, reg- the sooner it's legal and it's regulated, the safer it will be. Well, I mean, it is right. Re- Jesus, you can't build a fucking back porch in your city of Chicago without you need a permit to be right, able to right, do right, that. Right. So, uh, I mean, there's regulation there. Is it? Is it? You know? Uh, is it good enough regulation? Is there enough um, oversight in the industry? That's I don't know enough about it to to kind of question that, but. Um, that was kind of just a quick science fact in the sense that I it's something that directly affects people I know because they uh, they vape. And I, I did for a short period of time. And as you said, um, just for people that think like, oh, you know, I'm not going to quit smoking cigarettes because of this potential for vape, uh, you know, the, the, the detriments of vaping. Uh, almost every doctor still agrees with the fact that, you know, if you could if you could substitute cigarette smoking with vaping, it is the right move to make. Right. Um, granted, again, there's still... You know, carcinogens and still not the best choice to make. But if you could remove cigarettes out of your life and do vaping, it is, you know, a thousand times more healthy for you. You hear that, Danny Muzuga? You hear that? It's social smoke. Uh, What is he doing? (laughs) Nice smokes. He smokes private lights all day. You got some private lights? Yeah. I I do. Smoke a chunk of that. Well, I'm glad we ended with that after we just talked about vaping. (laughs) No smoking. No smoking. No smoking. Smoking's bad because uh, after after last week we talked about fitness. We have, we have seven minutes. Seven minutes. Uh, Dan, do you have anything else to say today? So I do have a uh, Amazon. You have, you have one minute. Go. Um, it's called earplugs. Earplugs. Yes. Okay. Uh, to block all the bullshit <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> coming at you, uh, you wear earplugs six out of the eight hours of your day. So I just okay. bought some earplugs for swimming because every time I swim, I got water mayors. Oh, you actually got those? Yeah, yeah I got them. Yeah. Nice. I finally got them, um, and I'm trying to learn how to breathe while I'm swimming. Wally, Wally's witnessed some of this. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad. 
It just kind of said, thanks, thanks, man. Watching I'm him trying. try to breathe? Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to, like, breathe, so, like... You're trying, like freestyle trying to figure, swim and turning yeah, it Yeah, freestyle the side. swim, like, I try to, like, you know... That's a lot harder yeah, than it. I tried doing it the other day. Yeah, like, it's easy if you're, like, faking it, but, like, if you're trying to do it for, like, a consistent amount of time, it's, it's pretty difficult. I mean, swimming in general is hard. Yeah, like, regular swimming, I, I, I can swim. Like, if you put me in a body, in a body of water... Uh, uh, for how long? That's yeah, I mean, yeah, but like it's you know it's difficult to swim efficiently, um, back and forth in a in a pool. But anyway, earplugs. Yeah, I was kind of making a joke for the uh, Amazon wish list version of the podcast. Is uh, block out the haters. Block out the haters. Fuck the haters. Willie, do you got anything else to say? Fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. I actually like the haters. Ah, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring uh, the whole uh, kids and marriage to this. No, it's good. Uh, It's a good life talk. It was a good life talk. Um, We're going to have to explain ourselves to our significant others. Yeah. Uh, this is something. What do you mean? Ash yeah. be like, explain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you want a fucking blowout wedding? No. Fuck you. No, so Ashley's a big fan of a very simple wedding. I want a bigger wedding but it's all it's all, it, it's all it is what it is yeah right it all it all depends on who you're with and what you guys yeah. set on I, I haven't I don't care as long as I'm with the one I love oh uh, yeah I was waiting for that I was Aww. waiting for that Aww. shoulder punch Aww. shoulder punch uh Scott you got anything else how's uh victory life going uh I emailed it was funny. Um, so I haven't heard anything from these people in a while. Uh, the last time I got two emails from two separate people there, I emailed immediately and then sent follow-up emails and never got emails back from them. Um, so today I sent out an email to um, one of the people that is kind of responsible for parlaying the, um, uh, the candidates to all these tech startups. And I didn't get a response from him, but I got a response from another guy from the company who said that there is, you know, a uh, a discovery interview that wants to be had between you and Garrett's popcorn. So, oh, shit. Um, sent him an email right away. He, I told him that I can have the interview tomorrow at one o'clock, and he never emailed me back. Uh, that was today. That's okay. Yeah, it's one day. The interview's tomorrow. Was I supposed really to be tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it was supposed to be tomorrow at some time, and I mean, I, I emailed him at like ten o'clock in the morning. So see, this um, way, you need, so like, I, I was listening to. I forget what I was listening to. Um, oh, there was people in my fucking Uber. So I Ubered people back today, and these guys were in the back. The same guy that downloaded the app, because so I told him about changes, so he downloaded the app on the spot. Um, he, uh, the people in the back, were talking about like, yeah, like, this guy's really good on the phone. He would just like literally call people. And just would talk to them, and he was just like, "Like I can't do that." I'm like, "That's what you need to do." Like this, this guy would literally. He's like, he's a great person. He's a great consultant, great salesman. He just like picks up the phone, fucking dials. Like I can't do that. The people that can dial and call someone and find their number and fucking talk to them are the people like that are gonna like do whatever. So like, whatever chance you get to like call someone. If you can talk on the phone, you're that's yeah very very good in person. Oh my god, yeah. If you can talk, like, like I can't even talk on the phone well. Like, it's always business first. Instead of, like, shooting the shit and, like, le- like he, he talked about this guy. He's like, he, he talked about this guy. He's like, he would, he would call a client 
And the first 30 minutes, they would just, like, laugh. They would be laughing their asses off. And he would walk by his office. And he, this guy's just laughing, talking to a client. Like, what is he doing? He's not selling anything. And then, like, he would eventually sell. He would eventually sell that client. Yeah. He's just being good and personable, talking to him, like, hey... Hey, how's your day going? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, man, did you hear about the Cubs? Blah, whatever it is. Well, speaking of being a good talker, just make sure you start a good conversation with someone you love every single day. Yeah. Uh, because we're, out, we're ending this podcast and we have great conversations every Monday. Well, we want you to continue that through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll take care of the Monday. <laughs> Um, but we just need you to take care of the rest of the week. And uh, and on that note, make sure when you guys are going into the bathroom, <laughs> use nope. the best nope. razors nope. to shave. No, I no, swear, no, if shaving. Harry doesn't sponsor, <laughs> if Harry doesn't sponsor us in like six months, um, we're just yeah, gonna we be the shit out of the too. Uh, like. Quick request for the fans: please tweet at us your favorite hot sauce. So we can know what we're using on our next dish. Because right now we're using Louisiana hot sauce. Best, we need a best. new hot sauce. So first tweet that comes at us is what's going to be poured all over our uh, shrimp, oregano, and plantain dish next week. Platanos. Platanos. Uh, and on that, that that's Happy the episode. Night, yeah, have a good night. And don't forget to keep on hustling. Uh, yeah, hustle, hustle hard. Hustle. <laughs> See you guys next week.